By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Hockey. Yeah. Boston Bruins hockey. Wait, we talk hockey in this show? G- Jimmy. Oh, by, by the way, uh, Dave, you're recording, right? At the end of the day, we're not quite getting out of Jake what we want. Uh, some of that is circumstance and situational. He's moved around, been hurt. Uh, his center, he's played with in the past, has been hurt. So, uh, But I still feel he's been given you know, ice time to performed his best of his ability. We, we just feel that we're not getting the effort required. It's, it's, it's not always about the score sheet, Steve. The guy's scared, okay? He's got, he's going to do what gets him to, gets him his, his, his President's Trophy, number one seed, because it's safe. Boston B party. Boston B party. Boston B party. Marshawn drags the backhand across the line. Marshawn down the slot. Oh, what a combination! Bergeron buries it! Touch passes from Marshawn to Pasternak, and Bergeron puts the Bruins up 3-0 on Tommy Wilson and the Washington Caps. Lighting it up and like being like, oh, like you, I mean, Pachichi Bergeron, woo! Grizzly closes to the half boards, and Marshawn is there at the back door. It's 4-0, and Tom Wilson gets up and leaves the penalty bench. Having seen three goals, I would rather take a Rask as an actual goalie, not the contract, the skill of Tuka Rask. Grizzlick, the slap pass intended for Marshawn, and Pasternak scores on a long drive. The Bruins end their longest power play drought in three years. Well, uh, not at the current rate that we're going. Uh, you know, clearly, we've played well defensively in the last five games or such. And- just haven't generated uh, a finish, I should say. Um, it's arguably, uh, final five is just, you know, it's not where it needs to be to, to consistently win um, or, or to extend leads if you can get them. You know, injuries are playing a little bit of a factor there from the, on, on the back end, but we've also, as I said, not given up that much. Open um, playing pretty well, so yeah, I think it's a major concern. I think Sweeney's been mediocre at best. We still have the same problems now as we did four years ago. All right, did Tyler figure out what the show's about yet? Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. With me, Tyler Scales, Justin Ventola, and back from around the world in 80 days, Jimmy Shea. How we doing, gentlemen? Doing good, Dave. Hey, Dave, what's happening? It's good. Good to see you all again. Um, playoffs started last night. Boston losing, of course, to Washington in overtime, 3-2. to two. Wasn't exactly the game I was hoping to see, I, uh, Especially once you got into old Craig Billington and that, I didn't think that uh, Boston put any pressure on him whatsoever. It was all that one shot into, as Jimmy likes to say, center mass, and uh, you know, no, no real great rebound uh, attempts. Uh, yeah, chances, excuse me. And uh, you know, it's pretty disappointing, pretty deflating to start the uh, the first game of the playoffs for me. I don't know about you guys, uh, Tyler, disappointed. Yes, about last like night. Beyond, beyond disappointed. Like that was a very bad game. Uh, we were being, we were overwhelmed the entire time that game. Like Ovechkin, guys like him, were getting really physical, especially that hit at the beginning of the game on Krejci, which I actually think was a turning point in that game because Krejci looked did not look like himself. 
during the end of the regular season. Um, like we had a lot of we we just all we did was clear the puck at the end of the third period. It's simply all we did. We never even like forechecked at all. It was all Washington for almost the entire game. Like and normally in this regular season, we have like thirty or more shots. And this game, we only had like twenty six. So, yeah, we were just not aggressive at all that game. And against this Capitals team, you have to be aggressive because if you're not going to be aggressive, they will be aggressive. So, yeah, very disappointing to watch. The first line I'll talk about later because they were probably the worst players on that team last night. So hopefully they will switch it around. I uh, couldn't agree with you more. That first line did not look the best. I know Pasternak had five shots, uh, and I agree with uh, what you said about the hit on Krejci from Ovechkin. Uh, Krejci didn't look comfortable the rest of that game. Um, Justin, what were your first uh, quick thoughts on the game last on the start of the series last night? Well, so honestly, Dave, like you know, I was trying to be op- optimistic and say, okay, like you know, um, we added Taylor Hall. See what he brings. I mean, Craig Smith is, you know, was hot. Um, that line seemed to be really clicking. So, and we were discussing how well their offense has been kind of popping. So, I was like, okay, you know, let's let's see how we go. Let's we see how this see how this uh, transpires. And um, honestly, after I, it's only game one, I get it's totally only game one, but my like concern level just went really high. Um, I think first of all, Ovechkin is feeling it right now. I mean, he was buzzing all all around last night. He laid out Krejci, and Tyler's absolutely right. After that hit, after Krejci took that hit, he was just MIA the rest of the game. So I'm like, oh, God, here we go. He's got an injury now. He's not being able to play 100%. Um, and the Capitals, they're using the same formula that the St. Louis Blues did, which is just big guys just hammer the Bruins wingers and forward group just, you know, and literally wear them um john call like marshan pretty much wore john carlson last night he gave him very little space or time um i think the one shot between him and bergeron just showed how strong uh washington was playing them defensively i mean they're huge guys huge huge guys which we can get to later on but i mean they it was all capitals for most of that game even the chances that the bruins were getting were pretty poor they were just back to the back to the d throwing on net maybe hope for a rebound I was hoping for better with Craig Anderson in. I was like, oh, we kind of own this guy, especially from uh, Toronto. Um, but we made him look like Carey Price last night. So overall, pretty concerned. So that was my that was my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Craig Anderson, wasn't he the goaltender for Ottawa a few years back when uh, Boston lost to Ottawa in six? No? Not him? No. No, it was, it was Hammond. It was who? The Hamburg. Hammond? The Hamburger? Hamburger. Okay. The Hamburger. Hamburger. Right, all right. I'm sorry. Because I I, I said the same thing. Oh, wait, no. Because the Hamburger just kept stealing burgers. (laughs) The Hamburger. (laughs) I forgot about that guy. All right. Well, I apologize. But uh, And, Jimmy, what were were your uh, first quick takes on the start of the series last night? So I couldn't disagree more with Justin. (laughs) Um, My concern level went way down after this game. We played, like, dog shit. And we took them to overtime. I mean, if we play, if we play, if our first shot even half, we win that game four two, four three. I mean, we, I mean, I mean, we we didn't play well at all. We had we had three players show up for us last night, and they were Taylor Hall, Charlie McAvoy, and Tugarass. That was it. 
and we still took the overtime. I'm not afraid of the Capitals. I've not been afraid of the Capitals all year. They have no goalie. Now they're on their third string goalie. They just called him up from the AHL. I think technically, actually, I think technically he would be a fourth string goalie considering that you right. had signed Lundqvist earlier and he yeah, had a heart condition. I forgot about Lundqvist. Yeah, so they're on the fourth string goalie. If you can't beat the team on a fourth string goalie, you don't deserve to win. You don't. So I, my concern level is going way down. Uh, Vitek might be back for game two is what I've heard now. He's, been, he's day-to-day. Um, but when are we going to start the Bergeron injury conversations? Because it seems like he's not showing up already, and I'm waiting for the injury. He's like, oh, he has a broken rib or a groin thing. I mean, game one, he didn't show up already? Let's say, let's say he's injured. Let's, let's say it. You know, here we go, injury thing again. Mr. Chokar, let's say we go, injured. And we were afraid this was going to be all about Tuka poop in his pants. No, he played well. <laughs> he did. He I well. thought I thought he had a pretty good game. I, mean, uh, I know two of the goals I were want, deflections. I, I would want the the third. I was on him on the, on the overtime winner. I wanted him to say that one. The more I watched it, it's not fair. I mean, I would love him to say that one. I'm, it's more Miller for not boxing out the guy in front. If I'm going to give McAvoy crap for it, I got to give it to Miller too. Box the guy in front. You can't let that tip go through. Do I want to say yes? But it's, it's a tough one to ask. Um, Justin, what did what did you think of the lineup last night? Did you think Cassidy went a little too much? Uh, I I don't know. I I was kind of hoping to see Frederick. I guess is how I want to say this. And I and I know DeBrusque scored, and I know we've all been shitting on DeBrusque for quite some time. But uh, you know, you knew that you had Tom Wilson in this game. You know that the Capitals are a, a heavier playing team than you are. Uh, I think I would have played a little bit of a bigger lineup as far as trying to get a guy like Frederick in there. Um, and I know it would have been his first playoff experience. Justin, what did what do you think Cassidy could have done a little bit differently with the lineup last night? <clears throat> well, I mean, honestly, Dave, so if, if, if we're really talking, I, and I, I do agree that Rask was pretty good for, the, for most of the game. Uh, I hate that last goal that he gave up in OT, though. I, I think... You don't score from that that point, really, uh, in the, in today's NHL anymore. Um, so obviously, I would like to see Swayman in because I love the kid. But you know, you're gonna go with Tuka Rask. Uh, but I do agree with the Frederick thing. I was really surprised. I figured, okay, you know, Frederick and Wilson, they have that kind of like that beef, um, and like you know, Frederick plays a little bit of a heavier game that kind of like goes with Washington style. Um, so I was a little bit surprised at that. Uh, my only guess is that maybe he figured, you know, like you you alluded to, it's it's kind of his first playoff um, experience against a against a really tough team, um, and I also wonder too if Cassidy was kind of worried about the penalty um, taking. I think he was worried that like maybe if you put Frederick in, he might, you know, being a young kid, kind of push it a little bit, take some stupid penalties, and Washington's team you don't want to be um, on the penalty kill against. So. Um, I maybe that's one of the reasons. Um, I'm hoping we may see him later on in the series. I think you, we might if uh, you know Washington keeps pushing the Bruins around like they did. Um, because I mean, honestly, back in the day, I feel as though Ovechkin lays out crazy like that. Horton or Lucic are going to go at him, Lucic especially, um, and no one was kind of there. It, they almost seemed pretty overwhelmed. So no, uh, but- I think Jeremy Lauzon kind of did go after Ovechkin. He did, and you and you went and you went, Tyler. Like I, I really appreciated him. Um, unfortunately, I, I think he kind of played him a little bit with McAvoy, but for the most part, he was on the bottom pair, which I was really disappointed with because 
Grizzlick's up up on that first player with McAvoy, and I hate seeing that, especially against a big heavy team like uh, the Washington Capitals. So that was another question mark. I was kind of like, dude, can we just put Lozon up there or something like that? Because we, I want bigger guys up up on the top four. Uh, but I did like his his play, but still, I kind of wanted I don't know a little bit more. Um, I guess more more of that kind of like grit from the forward group last night. They just didn't have it. Uh, Tyler, to your Ovechkin point, do you think that maybe that I know that um, that happened after the Krejci hit, but do you think that kind of reinvigorated Ovechkin in the Capitals last night? Absolutely. After Lozon mm-hmm. went after him. Absolutely. That I would be. I would be too. If I'm telling you the truth. That's your that's your star player you're going after. So yeah, you're gonna have to pay the price. And Lauzon did probably not intentional, but he broke his hand. But yeah, I would be mad too if that was my player. I, I wouldn't blame like one of our one of um their players to go after them. What did you think about the lineup last night? Um, I mean we've been like a couple like the lines we've been using right before the playoffs. So it's good, but they just gotta play. And they didn't do it last night. That that's that they just got to play. I would play the same lineup in game two. Maybe switch the D a little bit. Maybe put in Clifton or um, the other replacement. I think it's Jacob Tenorti. And you know, if, if one of the fourth liners are just really co- Jared Tenorti, if one of the fourth liners are just really been really bad, I would put in Frederick. All right, Jimmy. What do you think about the lineup last night? Should it- uh, Cassidy have done I mean, a little bit of a heavier lineup, and what did you think about that uh, Lozon play with uh, Ovechkin? I mean, so to, to start with uh, the lineup, there's not much more you could have done. Cause my question is, who do you take out? Because that fourth line's been clicking. The second line's not splitting that up. So it really comes down to, are you taking Coil out? And I'd much rather have the potential of offense when it comes to coil than it would be because the grit and grind that you know you want someone there that guy right now is kevin miller and i know kevin miller is on pretty much no legs at this point but he's your guy there to go after him which is why i didn't really want uh lozon going after him that's where miller's job to go after him not lozon but um yeah it didn't invigorate the caps of course it did i mean ovechkin's a physical power forward like player and the fact that he's still producing the way he does as a power forward at this age is hats off to him he's a He's probably one of the most entertaining players I've ever seen play. Um, I'm really going to miss him when he's gone because, again, he's fun to watch. But, yeah, I mean, you know, playing physical with him and stuff like that, it's going to get him going. Hitting him in the corner, he likes he likes getting hit. So, yeah, it really got them going. But as a lineup, it's going to be the same for game two. Um, there's not much more you can do because when it comes down to it, I'm not sitting in any of the top nine. Maybe DeBrusque, but DeBrusque scored. Now, you can't take DeBrusque out. Now he scored. So, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know who you take out of Patrick Kane. Yeah, I, I I came across that problem too. I, maybe Wagner, but I I mean. Yes. Yes. Bench that guy. I, I know. I know you have a uh, <laughs> a vendetta <laughs> against Chris Wagner because you know he was right about something you were wrong about, but there's nothing wrong with that. Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter's not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> 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 I mean, he is. I think. Oh God. All right. Um, was anybody else as surprised as I was as the good game that Jake DeBrusque had? I don't think he had a great game, but I thought he had a pretty good game. Uh, obviously, he had the goal, but he was uh, pretty responsible defensively. He got back. I mean, he got away with a hell of a slash to uh, 
I forget on who, but it, he got he got it back just in time to get that slash in and kind of mess up the shot that was going off. I think it was in the second period. Um, but for a guy who had been struggling so much, do you think we're going to see him start heating up, Jimmy? I mean, he's a he's a postseason performer for the most part until um, uh, Kucherov took him out. Was that a couple of years ago? Was that Kucherov? Kadri. Kadri. Oh, Kadri. That's, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. Until then, he was he was he was uh, his balls when it came to the playoffs. He, I mean, he he showed up in big games. So I'm not really surprised he. I mean, I'm surprised he scored because of the season he had. But I'm not surprised he showed up in game one. He's a postseason performer. So, and that, again, it comes back to the first uh, first point. Is I don't know. You can't set him right, right now. Yeah. If he's going to get hot, let's see him get hot. Tyler? Uh, yeah, we're going to see. I mean, this is just this is just game one of the series. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, his goal was, like, not that great. Not like a – It was a like hustle a play. Remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think – Oh, I think I think a part of the reason they got that goal is because of the faceoffs. I'll get into the faceoffs later, but yeah, the Bruce he he looked better than his entire regular season, like in just one game. But it's it's all about if he can keep that up. Like, I, I, fun fact by the way, if none of you knew this, he was actually one of the three stars that NBC had put on there. So, hey, good for him. And, and you know what? I will say, he played so much better than Martian and Bergeron. Mr. Reality, Justin, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm not sold on it. I mean, great. Thanks, dude. You, you, you scored. I mean, first-round pick, expect way more out of the kid. Um, we'll see if he continues to produce. I mean, if he does, maybe he'll swap him and Richie uh, on that third line, but we'll see. I mean, with DeBrusque, like, you know, he, again, you see this. Like, he scored a goal last night, sure, then he could not score a goal for the rest of the series. So, I mean – He's been so inconsistent that I honestly really don't trust any like like any sort of positive note that he puts out there. Um, and again, first round pick, I expect more from a first round pick than what I got last night. Um, so I mean, I know his playing time isn't like that um, that much. So he hasn't had, been on the ice all that much. But you know, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll open that can of worms when it comes. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Um, you know, usually when he gets starts feeling it, getting hot. Usually, that means he's going to have a little uptick in scoring and play and whatnot, but we'll see. I mean, it's, you know, we still got a lot of games left to play. We'll see how he how he fares. Yeah, he played a uh, a whopping 12 minutes yesterday. Um, yeah. His, not that he was ever like a 20-minute-a-night player, but he, he's definitely lost a lot of playing time this season. I mean, he has, he has, more, he has as many goals – as Berger and Martian has shots in the series. Just saying. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you mean Bergeron and Marshawn combined? Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, perfection line my ass. Hopefully uh, hopefully once ESPN and TNT take over the NHL, I won't have to hear the term perfection line Please anymore. Please don't. Um, and speaking of the broadcast last night, uh, did anybody else hate it? Was it, it was just, okay. Was I don't know. Really, just me. It ain't Doc Emmerich. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Not I don't know. Doc Emmerich will never be, but it was okay. It was I don't know. It was alright. Was I like the new graphics on the cards? I mean, I like the other ones better, but those the other ones are cool. Doesn't matter anyway because they're 
not doing it hockey anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Doc Emmerich retired, so they said, fuck it, let's forget about hockey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you do, you do miss Doc Emmerich, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, like, I miss him so much. He was, uh, he's the voice of hockey. Yeah, you he may not have got him this series, but you, it, I missed him throughout the regular season. Oh, and, yeah, no, that was – ugh. And now that ESPN has hockey again, Barry Melrose has a job, so we can stop li- living under a bridge in Canada. So that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I ever wanted to see Doug Emmer come back, it would have to be a Habs Bruins Stanley Cup Finals. We need no. we need his voice in that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if that's going to happen, not only does Boston have to actually start shooting the puck in a timely fashion, but Montreal's going to have to beat Toronto in a seven-game playoff series. Oh wait, that shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Toronto hasn't won, what, won a playoff series in 42 years since the year I was born. Probably so. more than that. No, I yeah. think it was since 79. They haven't won a Stanley Cup in longer than that. Jesus. It's a beautiful thing. Keep it, let's keep it going. Absolutely. Never be, never thought I was going to be a Canadiens fan until this series. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, all right, so just uh, any other thoughts on last night's game, guys? All I have to say is horrible game. I'm positive. I'm positive that we're still gonna win. I'm sticking my prediction: Bruins and Sex. You you weren't gonna sweep them. You're gonna lose some games. If you're gonna lose uh, a game on the road, lose game one and actually look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, review the tapes. Yeah, I'm I'm with yeah. Jimmy. I I have Boston and and Six on this one. I know Justin wants to flip flop from his original picking on this one, but. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, we've seen Boston, the core of this team, although they did have the, the big guy on the other side of the ice now, um, lose the first two in a series and come back to win series in the past. This team is definitely a team that's proven in the past in the playoffs that they can play big when they need to. And uh, I, I don't know, this should be a very entertaining series, but I, I think Boston ultimately should, you know, beat – was it Craig Billington? Is that his damn name? Craig. Yeah. I don't know. Craig. Tyler can't remember players on our team. I can't remember players on other teams. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You, you really don't know his name? I, I drew a blank for Craig a half Anderson? a second. Craig. Yeah, Craig Anderson? Oh, that's oh, the Craig one. Craig Anderson. That's oh, right. no. Yeah, see? I thought you were making a joke there. Like, ah. And you're like, yeah, that guy. I was like, oh, wow. Well, yeah, aren't, the, aren't they the same person? I mean, how many Craigs do you know? Anderson and Billington. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Craig brothers. Oh, God. All right. Uh, I think Boston is definitely going to have to come out. I don't know if that you really need to shake up the lines. I Again, I would definitely be telling Frederick to, you know, warm up his boxing mitts or something. But uh, if this – series continues to get heavy you should definitely think about bringing it, him in i don't know if you have a, a who maybe you bring into naughty for a little bit of size on the back end but who's coming out there um uh L- lazan i might have to if, he's, I, if his oh injury is worse i mean i feel I, like I, he would ultimately be that but i i want grizzly out quite honestly with this series i don't like him in there yeah i don't he's been cold He's been he would be the other as person. As bad as the brusque. Sorry, 
I feel like the gross look isn't as bad as the brusk, and we just don't talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, just he, a feeling I guess. he was getting hurt every other game, so, I mean. Yeah, that's true. If he's going to be playing top pair minutes with McAvoy, then he's probably going to get hurt again, considering we saw it at the beginning of the season. He couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. Um, but I absolutely agree with Justin. He should not be playing with McAvoy at all. Should be playing no. with Carlo. You, I mean, or, or, or like, or like, even like Bonpair too. I just, oh God, he's just too undersized. I mean, and he's going to get absolutely destroyed uh, by the huge capital forwards this uh, the series. And I, I don't know how you guys are so optimistic. I'm like, I want to be that optimistic, but I'm like, oh my God, because again, the uh, the Bruins are just getting like bullied in this series. Washington is just huge. I think they have more experience on their back end. Um, I think they have. Um, I think uh, um, their four groups big. They're huge. They're, they're on average, I think, a little younger uh, than most uh, than our key guys. And I just, I don't see like you know, Bergeron, Krejci coming out of this with uh, uh unscathed. I, I I feel like they're Krejci's already injured. I feel like uh, Coyle also isn't right. I know we haven't mentioned him yet, but Coyle didn't look right last night. He looked like he was fighting through something. Um, Coyle hasn't looked right all year. You know, I mean, he and he has a Jimmy, but like last night in particular, um, but that line was clicking and then he got injured. He's been out a few games. This is his first game back and he looks like he's just, he really isn't right. Um, so I, I just, I just think that Washington has the, uh, has the makeup to beat the Bruins and they're just going to, I mean, the only advantage I give the Bruins really is in net, um, theoretically. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, but uh, this is, this is, has me worried. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Theoretically? No, not theoretically. Statistically, they have the advantage in that. As much as I don't like Tuca, he is a huge upgrade over Craig Anderson. No, he definitely is, Jimmy. I, I agree with that, but that, that's what I say theoretically, because like, I mean, if they play like, keep doing what they did last night, then you're going to make like a, a crappy girl, uh, crappier goaltender look so but, much better I mean, than he actually is. Yeah, I mean, but that's Boston's I mean, M.O. That, you know, it's it's been their that. M.O. for a couple of years now. You always make the shitty yeah. teams look good. Oh, it's, it's, it's brutal. So I, I, I'm very concerned for the rest of this series. Um, and I feel like even if they get through this series, they're going to be so banged up by the next one that it's just, you know. But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. The, 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 this, this is, this is, so I, I had many conversations because I have a couple of Capitals fans that are friends of mine. Um, that are like, oh, you probably want to play in the playoffs. I'm like, no, I want the Capitals first round because we're going to be the healthiest. Because when Bergeron starts to get injured, and I put in quotation marks, because he's always injured about something in the playoffs, I want to be as healthy as possible because uh, the Penguins are, they're a physical team, but they're more finesse. Um, the Islanders are going to face the Penguins. If you face the Islanders and not the Penguins, you're going to face more of a, a great and grind team, but not they're, they're not going to be too finesse. So, I'd rather face the best of both worlds in the first um, in the first round. Get them out of the way. You have to, you're gonna have to go through Washington eventually. Get them out of the way first. Yeah, I still wanted to see uh, Washington and the Islands bash each other's heads in before we had to bother with either one of those two teams. Um, I, I think Pittsburgh was definitely the best matchup, and then. Uh, Oh, we yeah, had the win against the Islanders one day. That didn't happen, right? So, and then what? They lost to the Islanders this this afternoon, right? Yeah, there was a nasty goal by Paul Mary in OT. I was watching it, and like, oh man, 
that was that was a tough loss for Pittsburgh. Every yeah. game in the playoffs so far has ended in OT. Yep. That's pretty wild. So crazy. Speaking of wild, the wild one. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, nothing. that was pretty surprising. I have to say that was I was like, whoa, what? Well, I thought I read somewhere that the uh, the Knights do drawing the the Wild as a as that matchup wasn't really a good thing because they struggled against them all year. Yeah, I've read in like Instagram articles like they have every team every like article I said that the Wild would beat them in seven. I know. Uh, I think I picked the Wild over the Golden Knights. I think twice for the Metro segment. And I hit both times. So, mm. I, Wait, I don't what, know why, what segment? I, just the bet your ass. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just didn't. I, I forgot about it. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, right? I told you. I told you. I've been. I've been take rehab for the last three, four weeks. <laughs> uh, saving them all up for us, huh? Oh yeah. I said Justin's not gonna like me at the end of this show. Uh, <laughs> I want you to do I haven't really disagreed with you all that much, quite frankly. I kind of like all your takes. I know you guys. Are, <laughs> you guys are usually pretty much in it together. You may disagree oh, on some things, like when you go and say stupid shit, like Charlie McAvoy is not a good hockey player. But I uh, know you're finally seeming to cut that crap, which is nice. Yeah, he did I, have a tough break last night. Literally. I'm glad to see this new he girl is beating That's some sense fault. into you, Jimmy. What's that? <laughs> What was that, Dave? I said, I'm glad to see this new girl is beating some sense into you. <laughs> she, she, she's, she's, actually you around. she's actually a Caps fan, so this is awkward. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh now, now we know the real reason Jimmy moved back up north. <laughs> Caps fan, Bruins fan, can't can't be living together right now. See you in two weeks, right? Right. <laughs> All right, uh, so Boston plays again. Boston, Washington play again tomorrow night. Um, we don't. I don't think there'll be any changes to the lineup. I think that Cassidy will probably stick with it, especially after challenging the guys a little bit. Is there? Uh, what was I? I'm sorry. I I I farted again. <laughs> oh, um, so. At the during the last regular season game, I just wanted to go back to that for just a minute. Um, we saw this player. His name was, uh, is it Andre Case Kashi Kasha? Kasha. Uh, yeah. It, have we finally seen the last of that fucking guy? Yes. No. Yeah. Probably not. Yes. Seattle Kraken. Probably not. He's not. He's not on a contract next year, right? You would have to offer him a qualifying offer if you wanted any kind of compensation or oh, we can just like let them go i hope seattle kraken they're not gonna take them they're not gonna take them that guy just <laughs> i mean i it, mean they, they probably could if it's another concussion unfortunately the guy just needs to retire yeah he's, he's in he's the next great province brewing you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> he's the next captain of the uh, province brewing oh, that, that's no, he, that's providing he can make it on the ice. He might be playing for a no-check league soon. Oh, my God. He might. And, and another one of Sweeney's half-assed cherry deadline moves that people often forget because of this past trade deadline. So, I mean, we did. it was able to help move the Bacchus contract, and you did get Nick Ritchie. 
who uh, was uh, the sixth man of the year. The Nesson's sixth man of the year. <laughs> hey. I'll, I'll take my round of applause now. Saying this guy is, uh, you guys are all anti Richie at the beginning of the year. I'm like, this guy's got skill. This guy was a legitimate prospect, and I got my ass reamed for it. But I looked good. Well, Jimmy, I wouldn't call it necessarily skill, as he's just got size. You know what I mean? He just parks his ass in front of that. He has more points yeah, than he's just, yeah. in the playoffs but, right but now. But you know what, though? Uh, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you know what he does that Coyle and that DeBrusque don't do? He goes to the front of that, and he gets goals for it. I, I can't rip a guy for going to the dirty areas and getting goals. No one else on the team does it. No one else does no, it. He, he, could he just, no, Jimmy, he's my right. problem with him is could he just – like make it look like he's making some effort when he hits the offensive yes. zone. Yeah, that's also my it. thing. He he, he looks like he's he, can't help it. he looks like he's stoned out of his mind and he's looking for a snack <laughs> out there. <laughs> he, he does. Uh, I, I disagree with that. He actually, yeah, I feel like he does do some stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I like, uh, when they tell him oh. if he scores, he can have a donut. Like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, you know he's just I, such I, a boring I, offensive player. He's just so boring. And if he was just add a little bit more effort in, in, in some of his skill to it, like, and you've seen it, like he had a six shot one game from, uh, from the circle that went right in. I'm just like, dude, just, just do more of that, man. Like it's frustrating with him, but right. But if, but if he was that player, we wouldn't have been able to trade uh, Dan Hyden for him. True. I mean, it's better than Dan Hyden. Let's be honest. <laughs> Yes. Although, although, we, although we did trade Andres Bjork for Taylor Hall, so I don't know what the hell goes on in the league anymore. <sighs> no, Taylor Hall was the second round draft pick. Andres Bjork was oh, for yeah. uh, Curtis Lazar. But Lazar's still better than, <laughs> still better than Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Bjork really lit it up in Buffalo. Yeah, that, that, that college team. <laughs> wow. Not even AHL, they dropped out. They've been relegated to friggin' the college ranks. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean and, they, they, and they wouldn't even make the Frozen Four now, okay? Like, the AHL teams in our division is the Jersey Devils and the Rangers. They make, they make uh, I mean, the uh, the Sabres make the Jersey Devils and Rangers look like the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, it's insane how bad and future that team is. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Wait for the announcement for them to be a That team has been a disaster for so long. Like they just cannot get anything right. They no. haven't been good they haven't been good since Mila and Lucci destroyed Ryan Miller. They haven't been good since then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, did not even know that Ryan Miller was retired? Yeah, that's sad. I, I actually up until like I don't know, some point I didn't in know the last six months I didn't realize he was still playing hockey to tell you the truth. I didn't, I didn't know he was in Anaheim until he retired. I'm like, oh, that's where he ended up going. <laughs> I yeah, I'd forgotten he was what Anaheim. Yeah, I mean, I I knew him to Vancouver and he was okay up there, but I didn't know he ever went anywhere after Vancouver. Yeah, just wasn't uh, just wasn't worth Anaheim. Time, no one no one watches Anaheim. What did what did we think of uh, Cassidy playing basically the Providence Bruins led by uh, Nick Ritchie and Jake DeBrusque in that last game of the regular season? They were better than the freaking game one last night. <laughs> Let's be real; <laughs> they were so much better than what we had last night. Like my my God, I don't know if the Capitals I mean, were trying. They probably they should be trying, no. but they probably weren't trying. But I mean, it it worked. 
the, the two actual mainstay players, DeBrusque and Richie, both scored. So, I mean, hey, hats off to Cassidy. You don't get hit out from me much. Hats off to Cassidy. Hats off to there. That's fair enough. And nobody was surprised when Swayman won the backup job. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I read, I think it was Thursday. Uh, was it Thursday? I saw a tweet that fucking Halak was having a meltdown in practice. Did, did I, I saw that too. All right. I wasn't mm. just on, high on drugs again. So yeah, no, good. no. Apparently, like, like he after one shot, like he broke his stick against an ass, something like that, and like just like skated off and was all pissed off because he knows he knows his time in Boston pretty much come to an end. So, oh yeah. And he, I mean, he got outplayed. So I mean, I feel for the guy, but that's 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 what happens. That's you know that's sports for you. You get replaced by someone who's playing better and younger. So, I mean, he lost he lost his mind when he lost the overtime game too. Like he, yeah, he knew he it did. was over then. He, he played like ass night game. He knew it was over then. It was it was it, it wasn't in cement yet, but he knew it was over. Yep. Mean, the way he the way he lost his mind after that. Uh, who was was it the raffle goal? No, it wasn't that. Who who beat him? I can't remember who, what game it was, but it was, it was the overtime game. He had a soft goal at the end there, and he lost his freaking mind. And he knew it was over. That was it. Oh, hey. He, he got two Jennings trophies, so good for the, him. The, 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 reason, the, reason, the reason why they're going to go with Swayman, and not even because Swayman's played well this year, it's because we've seen if Rask taps out or leaves, Halak can't do it. At least Swayman maybe can do it. I don't know if he can do it, but at least he can do it. We saw last year Halak can't do it. No. No, we absolutely saw that. And then, you know, we had that unfortunate Dan Vladar game where he had to come in because Halak couldn't do it. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah, in that one. Yeah, at least Vladar has been an absolute stud down in Providence, though. From what I've heard. (laughs) From what I've heard. (laughs) Did you all know that um, the Providence Bruins won the Atlantic Division? No, I I did not. They did. Congratulations. What do they do? Do they have a playoff game or was there no, no playoffs? I, I have no idea. There's no playoffs. They're not for the second straight year. There's no Calder Cup. I'm losing my mind over it. <laughs> Are you writing the league on a daily basis? I'm gonna do what the, I'm gonna do what the Rangers. I'm gonna do what the Rangers did to to the, the league about the Capitals hit, which was complete bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. It wasn't even that dirty of a hit. Come on. What? The Tom Wilson hit. Which one? The the one where the Lee lost his freaking mind. Oh, with uh, Artem and Panarin, I okay. Uh, no, I want to hear your but, argument with that. All right, so uh, who is the player he punched on the ground? Bushnevich. Bushnevich. Okay, yeah. That one. That that one. He deserved two to three games for. Panarin jumps on his back. You have the right to kick his ass for that. Okay, you. I mean, Panarin goes at him first and then he gets his ass kicked. I'm sorry, that's not that's not on Tom Wilson for kicking the guy's ass when he's on his back. Sorry. Uh, the you know, hitting Busnevich on the ground. Yeah, you, you, with a repeat offender, give him two, two or three games for that, but not for the Panarin thing. And get off your freaking high horses, Rangers. Just because you've been out of it since, you know, middle of January does not mean you wanted to get in the uh, get in the news now by being complete A-hats. Well, the only thing I want to say is why, like, throw him down to the ice and take off his helmet? Well, because he's right on his back. Yeah, but you don't have to... Okay, maybe you could have, like... Throwing him on the like the boards or something, but on the ice, I think you're just he's Tom, he's Tom overreacting. Wilson, he doesn't know how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, true. Know. I don't know if he has the mental capacity to think while he's out there getting in, getting into scrums. I mean, I I mean I can't be too sided because if Martian did it, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's, that's what he gets. That's what you deserve. Martian would do the same thing. Well, I should know he wouldn't because he's not big enough. But 
If, if he can have his, his size, he would do the same thing. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anything else about the regular season we want to talk about, or we just want to move over to uh, regular season studs and duds? I'm ready for some studs yeah, and duds. Studs and duds, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. This all is right. Justin's going to hate me. Come on. <laughs> Let's play three studs. Richard score! Bergeron! Bergeron! In game seven! And the Bruins win the series! And three duds. Here's a catastrophic misplay back of the Boston goal, and Anders Lee tucks it in. One, two, three. Tyler, why don't you start us off with your regular season uh, studs? Oh, my first one's obviously going to be Marchand for regular season duds. Uh, studs, I mean. Um, 69 points. Yeah, like... Nice. All... <laughs> nice, indeed. Uh, yeah, just an overall an amazing season he had. Um, 40 assists, 29 goals. Actually, he had more goals this, this year than the, he did last year, so good for him on that. Um... Yeah, he, he's been incredible to watch this season. Hopefully he picks up in the playoffs. I think he will. But, yeah, I loved what I saw from him. My second stud for this season, the regular season, Jeremy Swayman. Listen, he he was so impressive to me during the regular season. He had two shutouts. I think he, had, he, has, I think he has the most shutouts in our team. Uh, let's see. How many does Rask have? I need to see. I can't find it. Just one. Just one, yeah. So he had the most shutouts. So yeah, he has a lot of promise in his team. I look forward to seeing more of Jamie Swayman. Loved what I saw from the kid. And I hope he plays in the playoffs if Russ has a really bad game or gets injured. I, I don't hope for injury on anybody, but <laughs> if there's a time to, for hope for an injury, it's because I want to have I want I want Swayman on on the um in the net between the pipes. And my last stud will be Charlie McAvoy. I think this year was probably his best year that he's played in, in the NHL. Now, remember, we had less games than last year. He had he almost broke the amount of points he had um, from last year. He had 30. Last year, he had only had 32. Um, and he had the same amount of goals he had for uh, this season that he, from last season. So, yeah, Charlie McAvoy, man, he's, he's in almost five years into the NHL. He has been so impressive to watch. And, you know, last night, I'll, I'll get into playoff studs if we do that later, but no, you, Charlie if McAvoy. You got, if you got a playoff stud, may as well add it in. I figured we were just going to do this. But if you got a stud from last night. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, I'll start with McAvoy with playoff studs. Um, but, yeah, now going into the playoffs, I think he was our best player in, from last night. And if, uh, if not him, then Taylor Hall. Um, he was just fast. He was beating all the, the Washington because they're, they're big players and they're a little slow, so he was able to like get through them. Like he he looked great, even though he had he broke his stick, but that's not his fault. That's the stick's fault. It happens. But yeah, I loved what I saw from McAvoy this year. Really impressive. My second playoff stud's gonna be Taylor Hall. Um, two penalties he, he got. One of them led to a power play goal. So yeah, I loved what I saw from that from him on last night. 
And I think he's going to get better because this is the year, I think this is like his first year in a while that he's been in the playoffs. So, yeah, he's obviously – I think he's been feeling it. Hopefully the team will catch up with him and uh, McAvoy. So, yeah, good for Taylor Hall. Good game. Um, my last stud will be the face-offs that this team has had. Um, that the, fa- the face-offs are very, very impressive. Probably the one thing that – one of the really good things you can take from this game from the Bruins – Kept winning those faceoffs, um, even though like Bergeron, like impressive. He he nearly won every faceoff in that game, and one of those faceoffs led to a goal from DeBrus. So yeah, just amazing when the puck was dropped. All right, Justin. All right, so I think um, my studs for the regular season. Um, I absolutely agree with Ty with. Um, Marshan and McVoy are my you know one and two studs. Uh, Marshan had an outstanding season, um, but again he kind of had to with that comment that he made prior to the season, saying, "Oh, I've only been playing at eighty percent for like the last two <laughs> years or whatever." Um, so he kind of needed to have a season, and he followed it up with a great season, um, and he was terrific. I think he was honestly the biggest reason why you was still in it, even when you were sucking so bad during the middle of the season. Um, so I, I just think he he just played his role and he did excellently. Uh, McAvoy, again, obvious. It's his defense now. It's his decor. He's a guy. He needs to step up. He needs to develop. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. And um, he's been terrific. He's been as their stalwart on the um, on the back end. Uh, his he haven't he hasn't even reached his ceiling yet. And I'm just so excited to see him in his in his full prime. I mean, what? How exciting is it to see him and know that he's like part of your future decor? It's just, oh my god, awesome! And then um, my third and final one, Jimmy, you're gonna love this one, Nick Ritchie. Um, I think his kind of emergence this season was um, was pretty awesome. Actually, it was um, you know totally unexpected. I think I think for the most part. 90 to 95% of the population, except for Jimmy. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Seth probably thought that, oh, yeah, he's never going to score more than 10 goals. Like, maybe five, six goals, whatever. Um, I know that's what I expected, but to wind up with, what was it, 15 goals on the regular season? I was like, dang, dude. So, um, that was really huge. So, uh, Justin, I wanted uh, to add, like, Justin, NBC um, um, put up some statistics for his goals through all of his seasons. I think the season he had the most. For like his career, Did he really? yeah, and this is the most goals he's had this for his like NHL career. Wow, and it's a shortened season, so I yeah. mean that's that that's you know good for him, man. So I hope, uh, you know, again, I would like to see a little bit more from him because I think he has more to offer. But you know, we'll see. I, so far, I mean, he was a pleasant surprise, let's put it that way. So, and he's always setting career records now, so that's great. Um, as far as playoffs go, um, definitely Taylor Hall. That guy showed up, and it's wonderful to see. He didn't get on the score sheet, but, man, he was all over the ice, defensively, offensively. Um, he, at one point, I don't know if anyone noticed, but he went over to a Capitals bench and, and put his glove in, like, someone's face and kind of shoved it or whatever because they that. were trying to get on his skin all night. And it was just awesome to see him do that. I was like, oh, that's great. So he's bought in. He looks great, That and that spells really awesome things for the Bruins. Um my second one is probably Jamie Lozon. Um, that kid was playing a heavy game last night. He was playing a nasty game. I love to see that. So um, I hope Cassie honestly would 
swaps him him and Grizzly. That would be beautiful to see, and I think that's necessary. So we'll see. Um, and my third and final one again. I know, like I, I'm not sold on it yet, but Jake DeBrusque. I mean, he he played nice last night. He did. Um, again, he's going to show me a lot more. He's going to be consistent, but. Last night he played really well. Scores a goal, nice goal right off the faceoff, um, and so that was awesome. So, all right, Jimmy. All right, so I think we can all agree, or most of us. I don't know what Dave's going to say yet, but I think we all agree that Marshan and McAvoy are both going to be on our studs for the season. Um, we finally do a number one defenseman. As much as I want to not say it, we have a number one defenseman. His name is Charlie McAvoy. Ah. He's the best player to wear seven. He's the best player to wear seventy three since Michael Ryder. And that's not knocking him. I actually liked Michael Ryder a lot when he was here. Stuff. About forty six um, minutes. My, he, he, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. He, <laughs> please record, <laughs> say that, Dave. He was. Uh, he's on number three. Uh, number two is Marshan, uh, just because again. He, he, he was the best offensive player around. And I would love to throw Swayman in there. I'd love to throw Hall in there like Tyler did. Not, they weren't here long enough for me to really throw him in there. And this is where Justin's going to kill me. My number one stud of the year is none other than Big Sweeney himself, Don Sweeney. He didn't make the moves. He didn't, the, he didn't, he didn't make the moves in the, in the offseason, and we all ripped him for it. What does he do? He gets probably the the steal of the deadline by getting Taylor Hall for a second round pick, and then he finally gets a fourth. Our fourth line hasn't been good since 2013, and he gets Lazar, and, and all of a sudden, no, the fourth line 2013. They were good yes. last year. No, they were not. They were negative. They were negative. They were negative line out there last no, year. They, yes, last year, I thought they, they were actually good. No, they, I mean, no, if you put Marlindholm in there, that's. That's understandable. No, but... he, they, now, now they finally have a fourth line that's a, 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 a perfect. It's not a negative, but at least they're uh, a you know a middle of the road that's not going to lose you games out there for the first time since 2013. It's so nice to actually have a fourth line, and then again, Mike Sarge rallied out there playing defense. It's just, he finally helped. He's not the, the Sarge. <laughs> no, it is the Sarge is in charge. So yes. You can say what you want about how Sweeney didn't do anything in the offseason, but he well made up. He, he did more than make up for it in the deadline. He, Jimmy, we Jimmy, it. I, 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 like, I, I just, to just inject for a minute, and I said this last week uh, on the podcast. Uh, I, I, I agree. He made a good move. With that being said, moves. Even the moves worst close. GMs, even the worst presidents, even the worst business owners occasionally make a good decision and a good move. Oh, I'm saying, and he did. He, he made a great I'm move. Not- but too little, too late, and I, I and I don't think that it totally it outshines all the other crap that he's not done <laughs> and failed to do over the years. Come on, Jimmy, you know a broken honestly, clock is right twice a day. What do you mean too little, too <laughs> yeah. late? What do you mean too little, too late? This course you old, dude. This course you so, old, Jimmy. I want to ask you this question: so, you, What you would you rather have as a good? You, could, as a you good, couldn't have. The window has you, closed. Taylor Hall went for a first-round pick last year. You couldn't have got him for a second last year. That's true. Yeah, it was, it was, he, that was, he, that was you have steal. the city of Buffalo, no, no, New York, I, to thank for that. Jimmy, I don't mean like on Taylor Hall. Necessarily, I'm just saying on a big move like that, on a big move like to get a guy like Taylor Hall, it's too little, too late for this core. I mean, he. I mean, by getting Taylor Hall, as much as I give Lazar the credit for. Getting the fourth line to actually look professional, and I gave uh, Mike Riley 
uh, credit for helping really shore up this defense. That really made me open my eyes like, wow, it's actually a legitimate defense. Well, not legitimate defense, but at least a serviceable defense. I give Taylor Hall all the credit for getting Krejci off his ass. I mean, I don't want to resign him at the end of the year. I still think, you know, get, get him out of here when you can. But at least if Krejci wants to take a $3 million, $4 million deal at the end of the year, I would think about it now. I would think about it if you get Hall for about $4 million too. But I don't think you can I, I hope I hope they choose. do not. Krejci's too old. Too old. Too old. Uh, Jimmy, no, I wanted to ask I, you this I mean, question. Again, Go ahead, just now. I'll oh, ask you. You're done. No, no, right, go, yeah, go, go, go for it, Tyler. What would you think was a bet? Would be a better move if Don Sweeney made it? Would you rather have yeah. a good 2015 NHL draft or a good trade deadline? Okay, that's not fair, though. Oh, again, Tyler, and I think I said this last 17... week. I would much rather him have nailed 2015 draft than make a good trade this trade deadline because I think that 2015 draft, if he nailed it, he not only would have made his team so much better when their window was still open, but he also would have built them perfectly for the future. And okay. whiffing on that draft really hurt this team so, more than this trade helped this team. What did you want him to do? Do you want him to trade up for someone in the draft? Trade the three picks and move up into the top five then is what you wanted him to do? That's what don't, they, don't, that's what they Jimmy, were saying I want him to not pass on balls off three don't, times. Don't, don't give the balls off. Or Kyle Connor. But what, what, uh, what Tom Shabbat? What, 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 what like all those other what guys? Pick was Barzal. What pick was it? Seventeen, eighteen, somewhere in that. It was right after the three Bruins picks. Right, right after, after, after the three Bruins. So, so, so the Bruins had 13, 14, 15. So that means twelve other teams passed on Barzal too. Yes, we had three shots at him, but I mean, I I can't give him all the fault because other GMs also passed on Barzal. No one knew what Barzal was going to be. If people knew it, they would have drafted him. I mean, I, you can give you can give every single GM the uh, the fault for letting uh, Martian go in the third round or Bergeron go in the second round. I mean, or Pasternak go twenty fifth or twenty sixth. Thank you. I mean, Pasternak is, is a top five forward in the league, in my opinion. When he's on, he's a top five forward in the league. Um, so I can't give I, I, as much as I want to give him uh, crap for not drafting well in twenty fifteen because you had three consecutive shots. If you get one of three players, which I still think that. DeBrusque is a top nine forward. I think he's better on the third line, but I think he's a top nine forward. That's a hit to me at fifteen. I'm sorry, it is. I mean, that's yeah, tough, was, man. That's tough. That that's what, that's I don't know. I feel like it's a low bar. That's a low bar. I don't but, know. That's I mean, I mean, come, with I, all the talent that was in that draft, and he whiffed on all three of those first round picks. He didn't whiff on you know. All three I, of them. I dude. He, like they, he picked a dude which was projected to be like way in the second, late in the second Sunnitian. I know Sabor was technically there, but DeBrusque was also uh, picked higher than he thought. And as far as the other teams that picked before the Bruins did, they nailed those picks because they were awesome picks. The Bruins always love to go outside the box, and this is what he ended up with. And like I said, had I he had Barzal, Connor right now on this team, think of what like what more it could have been. Um, I mean, and they could have probably, you know, have won, quite honestly. I mean, but now I just—I mean, hindsight. What if the Edmonton? What if the Edmonton Oilers drafted Sagan number one overall instead of Hall? Because it didn't work there. What if, what if, you, you you can do it a million different ways. I mean, it, it's uh, the draft analysis on draft. You know, five years later, to me, it's just not fair on the GM because no one knows who they're going to be. Because as I said, Marshawn went in the third round. Bergeron went in the second round. Pasternak again was twenty fifth overall. I mean, you you don't tell you're not going to tell me that you know whoever had the sixth seventh pick that year wouldn't have picked Pasternak over whoever the hell they picked. Come on. Oh no, and you do hit on those guys. I mean, look at Braden Point. Braden Point's an absolute stud, and he was like picked in the what uh, second th- second or third second round, or third something round. like that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So to I mean, me, that does me, happen, Jimmy. 
and, and I give them credit when they do that. But he also hasn't done that. Like I like so far, I, I wouldn't say well, John Speed yeah. made any move like that. So like, no, no I mean, he probably hasn't. No, I, I, I get that he hasn't. I mean, I mean, he did get mean, Brandon exactly. Carlo in the second round of that same draft. Just so, so, Jeremy Jeremy on so by Jimmy, by Jimmy thinking that DeBrusque is a hit and borderline, yeah, uh, yeah, he he had I mean, he, a, he had a really he, good he, he sophomore was, season, right? Twenty seven goals. He, he, uh, no, it was rookie year. I think that was, was his rookie year. Excuse rookie me. Year. Uh, rookie, he yeah. sucked this year, and he seems to be warming up at the end of the regular season, leaking into the first game Listen, of the playoffs. Not, and then I'm you have Brandon Carlo, who, yeah, he was injured for what two straight playoffs to start two straight pay- playoff runs, and he had that big concussion this year. But I mean, he's pretty much been a hit. Anybody disagree with but, that? No. So, no. so people, so people give. Sweeney shit because it's three consecutive picks. No, but those also dime a dozen guys. If it was a 15, a tw- who's a dime a dozen guy? Justin. Oh, guys like Carlo, um, Lozon, those are just kind of your typical big stay at home defensemen who, you know, you can you can kind of get for like, you know, not, not that much in today's NHL. I love the players, don't get me wrong, I love the players. But it's not like he, you know, that they're like a Charlie McAvoy or like a, a like or Mike Riley even. Like, you know what I mean? Like just kind of your, you know, good stay-at-home defenseman. And so those yeah. guys aren't like all that hard to find in the, in the NHL. So, I mean, I'm, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Those are fine picks. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying DeBrusque is going to be an all-star. If he ever makes an oh, all-star, he's shocked. But I, I, it's going to be due to a more, lot of injuries. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Or if you ever <laughs> Yeah, have him play the off wing up with Bergeron Marshall, he might score twenty seven again. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't I I feel like Sweeney gets a lot of shit in this town because of that draft because of, because the picks were three consecutive picks. If it was fifteen, twenty one and twenty eight, I don't it would be three first round picks. And I don't think he gets the same heat than having three consecutive picks. Guys, I, it, it was his first time drafting. The first time you guys got lead, you, you didn't knock it out of the park either. Yeah, I did. That. If that's what she told you, you paid her good money. All right. Dave, let's finally get into your studs. <laughs> well, I think Jimmy still has playoff studs if he wants. Yeah, mine won't be as controversial as mine. Oh, yeah. I knew I, I knew I knew Don Sweet was going to be controversial. Um, my my number three, I already said McAvoy, so I'm going to go with uh, Lazan. Um, I think that he did. Uh, he played very well. Um, yesterday, and he he I mean, he looks like someone who could actually be a legitimate defenseman. And we're going back to that draft. No, he got picked in that draft. Uh, number two, Taylor Hall. He was all all over that ice. Uh, two penalties. One of them led to the Richie goal. Looks great. I mean, Taylor Hall all all over the place. And here we go, Justin again. Um, number one star is a stud is going to be Tukarask. He had an outstanding game. As much as I would I love him agree. to say that last goal, you can't agree or can. Oh, I just say I can't agree. I think I can't disagree. That my bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stumble yeah, in my words. Um, you know, I mean, I mean. Justin's so pissed right now. He muted himself. Yeah, I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, 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 or he's getting a beer. Right? I'm, I'm saying, screw Jimmy, that guy. Oh, my God. I'm punch the wall or something like that. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I'm saying Rask. Just this is why I have high blood pressure, Jimmy. This is why I take high blood pressure pills. <laughs> you, you, hey, as I said, I've been, I've been, I've been taking rehab, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm mending my fences with Rask. Even though it goes to game seven, I'm picking Washington. Um, and uh, I'm mending my uh, – thing with McAvoy a little bit. Fuck Chris Wagner. That's 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 gone. I'm not doing that shit. But 
Yeah, those, those are my three there. Uh, I'll, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, God. All right. For my studs, of course, I'm on board with Mac, uh, Marshawn and McAvoy 1 and 2. Um, Marshawn, like uh, Justin said, had said he would have only been playing 80% the last couple of years. He kind of put it on himself to have the kind of season that he had, and he, he backed, that, backed that up. Charlie McAvoy stepping up to number one defensive uh, minutes, played like it, was uh, definitely mentioned in the Norris for parts of the season. Um, and then the third, in a, you know, I'm going with Jeremy Swayman just because, I mean, that kid came almost out of nowhere and stole the job from uh, Yaroslav Halak, who, again, I, I wish. I hope I can see a video of him getting pissed off at practice the other day, knowing he wasn't going to be in the playoffs. Now, as far as game one of the playoffs studs, uh, I'm definitely going with Tyler Hall, Taylor Hall, excuse me, on this one. Um, guy came out to play. He looks like he really, really missed playoff hockey. I think the last time he played was what two seasons ago in New Jersey was the last time he was in the playoffs before he was traded to uh, Arizona. He was in Arizona last year, and I think they beat. They, I think they won so was it, last year. Oh, was he? Okay. Well, I mean, he yeah, obviously he obviously that's, missed it. He's he's playing. He knows that he's not getting eight million dollars next year, um, and he showed up to play. Um, number two stud would be Tuka Rask. I thought he had a pretty pretty damn good game yesterday, uh, and I like to see that because I am a Tuka Rask fan. I if he poops out on me this year. If he pulls another, uh, what is it, a, a poopatuka, um, then a yeah. A pooparask. A pooparask. <laughs> then I, I'll... Poop in my tuka. I will make you guys the t-shirts and send them to you. Uh, and my third stud from the game was uh, Jake DeBrusque, um, a guy who really, really need to play well, in my opinion, to even be on this team right now. Um and I thought he, I thought he had a really good game last night. He was all, he was all around the puck. He had the goal. It wasn't a spectacular goal, but it was a, uh, a 100% effort goal. Uh, and you know what? If the team had taken advantage of the fact that the, uh, what is it, uh, Vitek Vanacek, um, injury, then I, I think that the series should have been one nothing Boston. Uh, Tyler, let's hey, get Dave, started with lost, you. By the way. What's that? I say I'm a lodged, but by, by the way, just so you know, you're a lodge. Okay, I'll keep that. Uh, don't worry, I'll get you, I'll get your your sizes. I already got Jimmy down for a triple X. Um, <laughs> you got jokes over here. <laughs> Listen, you've been sitting in that hotel room for a year, man. You're getting a little plump. I know, I know. It's called beer. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the shitty beer down there, huh? Oh, you're, you're no kidding. You're uh, kidding all right, on to duds. Tyler, start us off with your three uh, regular season duds. All right, so my first stud's going to be Sean Corrali. So this year, he has had four goals, five assists, and nine points. So obviously in 47 games, not that great of a season. Um, if, you, if you compare his season, this season to last season, he had he had 23 points last year with uh, when he was playing with Nordstrom and Wagner. So I said before that, that fourth line, they were clicking for who they were. I, I got to say that. They were clicking. This year, though, Corrali was nowhere. I thought, I, thought, I thought during the end of regular season he did improve a little bit with uh, with Lazar. So, and he was being called to the third line, so he was improving. But this year, not that great. I have to put him as one of my duds. 
And these next two duds, pretty obvious. Uh, Charlie Coyle, this year, he just he was invincible. Um, invincible or invisible? Invisible. <laughs> you know, I'm. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, I'm just making sure because you know. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. This year he was nowhere. Barely, like he barely did anything this year. So, yeah, Charlie Coyle, bad year for him. He's he also, he's looked invisible in the playoffs too. Yeah, I, I was really disappointed with him. And last but not least, we've we've been talking about it. Jake DeBrusque, just horrible year. Absolutely nowhere to be found. Like every night, he just misses the net. Always goes way high. Has he had so many opportunities and he just misses on them. Yeah, he, he just looks slow. He's just not been great at all. He's done really nothing for this team, and he's been moved down to the fourth line. And we have talked about it on the show. We're thinking of, I think, moving him is a good idea. But we'll have to see. Don Sweeney's choice. If he if he stays, I won't be mad about it. If he leaves, I won't be mad about it. Maybe he needs a change of scenery. Because I like seeing Jake DeBrusque, man. He's a good player. And he just needs to bring it. That's all he needs to do. He needs to bring it every single game. And he, he does not do that. And he's gotten scratched for his performance. So number one dead will be Jake DeBrusque. Now, for playoff duds, obviously, the perfection line, that's going to be my first one. Marchand and Bergeron, horrible. Only thing Bergeron did was win faceoffs. That's all he did. But he did not put any pucks on the net. He, 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 he did not look great besides the faceoffs. Uh, Brad Marchand also looked absolutely horrible on that night. But uh, I think, you know, I think they will bring it next game. I think the reason why they were bad is because of that break they had. That's my say. I mean, the Bruins, like, every time they come back from a little break, they look horrible. And this game was another example of it. If we look at, like, last year with the Flyers, with the return, they look like absolute dog shit. And, and this game was one of those dog shit games back from, like, a a little return, I'll say. But, yeah, they, they did not look good. Uh, my second dud... Will have to be the entire team. I, I, not the entire team. McAvoy, Hall. There were a couple of good players on the ice, like Richie and Morask. But the rest of the team, they were absolutely nowhere to be found. All they did, especially in the third period, was clear the puck. That's all they did, and they had to rely on the forecheck, and it did not work. Every time the Capitals would get the puck, and they would just have a odd man uh, even like an odd man rush sometimes when it happened like why are you going with that and this is where i go into my third done it will have to be bruce cassidy i don't know what you were thinking with this clear the puck bullshit in the overtime period but it is not working the capitals are out skating you they are more physical on you you just got you you have to bring that same energy to them and you did not do it and this is the reason why we lost to the blues in overtime games in 2019 and also to the lightning in the last year's playoffs because they keep clearing the puck. And I hate seeing that so much. This is an issue we've been having on this team is clearing the puck. I don't like I seeing the, it. I thought the overtime period was our best period. I'm not going to lie. We had a lot of pressure in that overtime period. And then, you know, the goal happened and obviously it was over. But I thought we, I thought over, the overtime period, I thought we looked really good in the overtime period. We, had a couple good no, we, we, we looked horrible. Yeah, I'm not so sure the issue is clearing the puck. It's the, I think the issue is that they have to clear the puck as they keep getting stuck in their own end. 
The thing is, the Capitals were not doing that. They were skating. We were getting outskated. Like, we couldn't, like, get into the zone. We, we didn't get... I how many shots did we even have in overtime? Did we even have any? I don't know. They, I'm didn't, not, I'm they didn't have enough shots in that game on a fucking washed-up old-ass goaltender who didn't play a single game yeah. this year. Um, anyway. So. That's all my playoff duds and my regular season duds. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Jimmy? All right. So my regular season does, I think we can both agree, it's going to be Coyle because it's probably it, – so Coyle's the worst contract in the NHL right now. It's it's embarrassing that how much money he's making, and he's did absolutely nothing the last two years pretty much. It's it's awful to watch. So, yeah, Coyle, with the amount of money getting paid, which is 5.25, show up, dude. Um, and number two is DeBrusque. I really wanted to throw number one David Krejci. I want to forget the last two to three weeks when he had Hall there because I think it was more getting a legitimate player in his line. All of a sudden, he plays well. It's not more on Krejci. It's more on Hall. But I'm not going to give it to him. The number one dud of the year is the bag of pucks that people call Andre Kasha. This guy is it's, – it's embarrassing that this guy is an NHL player. He can't stay healthy, and it sucks for him. I, I, I It sucks that you're never healthy. But – that's not really my problem. You're getting paid millions of dollars to play hockey, and you can't play hockey. I mean, that's, come on, man. Like, then, <laughs> I mean, I mean, play like play like play like Tyler Sagan's do, and just don't go into the corners. Like, I mean, people do it. It sucks, and I'll and I'll rip you for oh, it. Oh, I hate that though, out. Jimmy. Oh. I, I, I do too. But at least, at least you're out there. At least playing. I mean, at least you're out there playing, and you're making some making it worth some of your money. But yeah, Bag of Parks called Andre Kosh is my number one dud this year because. I mean, we play four games this year, five games this year, maybe. Uh, three. Um, oh, three. Okay, wow, I gave him four. All right, wow. Two, um, <laughs> two to start, two to start the year, and then that, you know, one period that was a conditioning issue. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh uh, my, God. my, my, my duds. Um, my duds for last night. I'm going to take Martian out of this because I think Martian. He had a bad game. He kept turning the fuck over, but you know what? He actually got a shot. So. This guy named Patrice Bergeron, people love to say that he's a gamer and he's uh, built for the playoffs. Well, you want to know who's built for the playoffs? A guy named Donovan Taze. And I know people say, well, Taze is always injured. Well, so is Bergeron. But guess who doesn't lose in the finals? Jonathan Taze. Oh, you know, they, you, know they, you, know, you know who else they compared Bergeron to? Sidney Crosby. You know what Crosby doesn't do in the finals? Choke and lose, lose the finals. He's lost one final and has three cups. So stop putting Bergeron in the same class as Taze. And uh, <laughs> that's what they do. They win. They win cups and they win rings. And uh, this Bergeron gets sent home. He's more Jumbo Joe Thornton than Sidney Crosby. Um, my next, my next dud is Pasternak because, again, in the regular season, well, five shots season, last he night. He 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 goes so fast and can't control the puck. It's it's aggravating to watch. Chara with the poke shot was. Oh my God! You should know Char has a long reach. He played for you guys for 14 effing years. 14 years. You know how long this guy's reach is. Stop trying to go around him. Dump the puck in and go get it. And it, time after time after time, Char with the poacher. Char with the poacher. Char with the poacher. It was aggravating. And my last dud from last night, Kevin Miller, because I've given McAvoy shit for all year, but not being tough defending net. And I give Miller credit for being a tough defenseman, but you let. Dowd, get that tip. You get to let me get inside position and get that tip. You can't let that happen. Come on, dude. Come on. Justin. Hey, Steph, all right. 
Um, and, and Jimmy, I, 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 God, I think the apocalypse is coming soon because I'm going to agree with you on something related to Bergeron when I get to him. <laughs> um, but for the regular season, um, I, I have to say, I have to also agree. Number one, Dud, Andre Kasha, dude, are you just made of glass? Like seriously, like, like, what, what, like, did you realize that hockey was a physical sport, or did you think it would be all like, you know, like, fla- uh, like flag football or something like that? Like, I, I don't understand. The guy can't stay healthy. I mean, it, like, you know, he comes back and like literally, like, he can't even play a full game and he's out again. Um, honestly, for your sake, dude, play in the men's league, you know, do your thing, but pursue a different career. I mean, hockey's clearly not your thing. You're too fragile. Uh, that was just. It was. He's just. Honestly, and he's not. And when he was playing for us, he wasn't even really that fun to watch. Um, he was honestly just a glorified Carson Kuhlman. He had a lot of speed, um, you know, and stuff like that. But that's about it. Um, second dud of the year, of course, has to be Charlie Coyle. Sucked all year. I mean, he looked better playing the wing on the third line towards the end of the regular season, but then he got hurt and he sucked last night. So I mean, you know. Again, that's looking like a terrible contract now. He was given the contract to be Krejci's replacement, and this year, I don't know what he's doing, but he's catching butterflies in left field. I don't know what's going on with him. So um, <laughs> I, I honestly have. <laughs> he's back at the. Part of me's not, uh, he's back at the uh, the yeah, yeah, little yeah, league diamond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing something like that. Close, like you know, I mean, maybe he's feeling too nostalgic being here. I, I don't know what it is, but. You know, the, the guy, like, and I, I'm almost expecting that when this season is over, they're going to come out with, oh, Charlie Coyle needs, like, uh, knee replacement surgery or something like that. Like, you know. Oh, and now, now he'll be Andre Kasha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, he, he sucked. And then, um, oh, my gosh, my, my uh, third and final dud. Uh, honestly, I, I, I like Tyler with this one. Um, Corrali, and I'm going to lump Wagner into that. Um, those two guys, as far as fourth liners, have just been yes. MIA. I mean, just like they kind of sucked this season. Corrali, again, played a little bit better towards the end of the regular season when he was playing third line center. Um, but, I mean, he hasn't been the same. Wagner at least throws his weight around, but he hasn't really been all that impactful. So um, I have to definitely go with those guys. And an honorable mention to David Pasenak. Um when he came back from his injury uh, or his surgery or whatever, he was good. Then he just fizzled out. So honorable mention to him. Not sure what's going on with him. Duds for the uh, for last night, um, definitely the perfection line, all three of those guys. Um, yeah, quote-unquote the perfection line. Bergeron, good job, buddy, with the face-offs. But, Jimmy, honestly, I've come around on this, and I probably should have a lot, lot more. Um, Bergeron's not a number one center. Uh, he just doesn't have this – he doesn't have the offensive skill set for the number one um, – Sutherman position, and I think given his age right now, he's still really good defensively. Like he had a couple, he had a block shot last night that was key. Um, he again won a lot, most of his faceoffs, so that's great. But he's not a number one center anymore. He's not that guy. I don't think he really ever was. He's not really an offensive nope. dude. He can provide it, but and he works his ass off. Um, you know, good leader. I mean, I love the guy. I really do, but. I think he has high, high, been highly overrated by Bostonians now for years. Um, so I definitely I agree with you with that one. absolutely disagree. I think he so, is our number one centerman for this team. There's no one else that can do what team, he does. Right, right, for this team. For this team, yes. All right, and any other team, no. He's not the best centerman. Right, right. I, I think we're talking about our yeah. team, yeah. 
Artsy means that he's yeah, obviously he the best one. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, I mean, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now, like, he is. But I think on, like, a like uh, a Stanley Cup contending team, he would ideally be a second-line center. Um, but on this team, yeah. yes, he's, he's first-line center. He's got that skill set. And he's the only one I trust at that position right now. Uh, Posnock, again, dude, you know, just uh, his playoff, he's still got to prove it to me a little bit more in the playoffs. And he was kind of skating. He was skating wells all over the place. But, you know, he didn't produce really. Uh, Marsha, I think, had an off night. But he was a turnover machine last night. He had several terrible turnovers. Um that led to, you know, poor zone exits, everything else like that. And, again, John Carlson was all over him, gave him no time and space. Um, so definitely that professional line last night kind of sucked. Um, I have to say my uh, second one is probably uh, David Krejci. Um, I know I, I something happened with that Vetchkin hit because after that hit, he was just not right all night. But, like, he didn't play well last night. And – you know, Taylor Hall was producing, but like, and Craig Smith was working hard, but Krejci was not right, especially after that hit. So that was, that was not great. And, um, my third and final one probably has to be, um, Charlie Coyle again, because dude, I mean, I don't know if he's fighting through something, probably is, but again, you were kind of invisible last night. Not sure what was going on, but you know, something's got to give with him. Yeah. I do have a question for all you guys, though, based off of what, uh, what you uh, what you said about Bergeron not being number one center for in uh, uh, actual team. Since Bergeron Marchand got put together in 2011, they've been saying, "Oh yeah, you know Bergeron made Marchand and those the best duo in hockey." Which honestly, I think it's the second best. I still would put healthy Taze and Kane above them personally. But I mean, one of the, I mean those are, it's one and one a those two. Who do you think made who? Do you think Marchand made Bergeron the player that he that he is today, or do you think that Bergeron made Marchand the player he is today? Bergeron made Pasternak the player. I'm mean, not not Pasternak. No, no. Marchand. <laughs> Bergeron made Pasternak too. He made everybody on that yeah. team. I I, I agree, Tyler, because I think I think Bergeron. I and I will say this, like, and and please don't get me wrong. I I am no in no way saying that he's not deserving of his Selkie awards because I think he absolutely is because he is like like one of the best defensive forwards in hockey. Um, I think he's declined over the past few years for sure. But definitely I think his defensive play helped kind of like Marchand develop um, as a winger. So Marchand kind of like developed um, a really strong defensive game. And I think Bergeron was a huge part of that. So I think – but I, offensively, I think Marchand kind of gives Bergeron the the um, assist with that one. But So it's kind of mutual, if you will. Okay. What were you, Dave? Uh, I think – Bergeron made those guys. I, I, oh, um, Pasternak obviously came into the league and you saw the talent that was there, but uh, Bergeron's the one who pretty much taught him the game and, well, how, and how to be a professional. And then Marshawn, I mean, he'd still be fucking licking, licking uh, Kasperi Capitan all over the place if he uh, <laughs> Listen, didn't get together with Bergeron. I don't know. He could taste good. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no. So, if you I, like a little I, saltiness, I suppose. He needed. He needed a uh, you know mid-game juice. A little salty up. surprise. No, Justin, Justin, Justin's point real quick. Um, so you said that you know, uh, you said Bergeron's defense allowed Marchand to develop as a winger and learn the defensive. If you watch, if you go back and watch highlights from like different games in 2011. 
Martian was a fourth line, third line player until he met up with Bergeron, but he was killing penalties. He was a gritty defensive guy, like Chris Wagner was for the Bruins back in 2011. He was a great and grind guy on the, on the penalty kill, and he was scoring shorties back then too. And then he got put with Bergeron, and he had a little more offense because he had all of us on the second line. Um, but then another one of Justin's points saying that, you know, Bergeron, a uh, number two center on a, on a cup winning team. Yeah, when we won the cup, he was the number two center. And when he's the number one center, guess what? We don't win cups, we lose cups. Just saying. <laughs> Jimmy, right. I, you know, and I'm so sorry, guys. I have no, to share with you my fine. document. You would really appreciate it. But, Jimmy, fully agree. I owe you a big apology, but I think you apologize to us for the McAvoy takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rehab rip, rehab ripped me off that mountain. I can't really, I don't feel like I'm way back up on that. I'm not gonna lie. He he finally not blacked out from Bruins games. They can actually see what he's talking about now. That's how Sound is. Sound actually watched the game last night. You have no idea how nice it was actually watching it, and now watch highlights and box scores. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, my three postseason uh, pre yeah, preseason. My three regular season duds. Jake DeBrusque, come on, the guy just sucked. Uh, was sat yeah. twice because of it uh charlie coyle where the hell is that guy gone uh, I, I don't think there's much argument in either of those two players being on the top of my list uh and my third dud for the year was chris wagner um I, I just didn't see the energy that we had seen from him in years past i think uh i expected a lot more out of that fourth line but i think he was a big reason on it i feel like corrali was able to pull himself out of that slump and then Unfortunately, there was never really a, a third solid guy constantly down there, as you can see by now the fact that Jake DeBrusque is on that fourth line left wing. Uh, and then for last night's game, I, Bergeron. Bergeron was, yes, he was good in the faceoff dot, and he had that big block. I think that sprung Marshawn and Pasternak on a 2-1-1 that they didn't score on. So uh, that's just tits on a bull. Um my second dud last night was the offense just in general. You had an opportunity to make a guy really sweat uh, who hadn't played a single regular season game, uh, and you, you just gave him like, some easier shots. I mean, I don't know. I expect more out of this team than to uh, play like a JV team when the JV goalie comes in. And... Uh, Last night, Krejci, you would be my third dud for the evening. You took that he took that big hit from Ovechkin early, and then I feel like he turtled the rest of the night. He was never crisp with his passing, and the puck just kept jumping off the stick, almost uh, like he was Sam Donald seeing some ghosts against the Patriots. <laughs> so that's gonna do it for <laughs> my stu- my duds for the. I remember that regular season and last night. Um, <clears throat> So why don't we move over to some playoff. We'll talk about the rest of the playoffs and do some playoff predictions. Uh, I know myself and Jimmy, we have both said Boston and six in this series. Tyler, who you got? Boston, Washington. I still have Boston and six. I think this team will, like, turn it around in the next tomorrow's nice game. Like, I think they will see – they the problems are so, like, <laughs> simply seen. It is rebounds that they need to get. If it's going to be Craig Anderson again, they have got to be aggressive on that man because he cannot 
He is not a great. He is not a good goalie. He gave them rebounds all night, and they just never got to it. They need. They never need got that, to it. Yeah, that extra effort in there, and they. I don't know. They got to put rebounds where their guys can get to them too. I honestly feel like this is what they need to do. They got to stretch like Tyler. Nick Ritchie and get in front of that net. Be aggressive. Jimmy. Tyler, who 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 was the who was the goalie? Craig Anderson. Okay, I thought you said Craig Anderson. I was like, ah, oh. I was like that. I'm like, no, that's not it. I'm still calling him Craig Billington. I don't care. <laughs> Justin, who oh, you got uh, in this series? Uh, in this series, um, listen, you guys are a lot more hopeful than I am, and a lot more optimistic. And believe me, I, you know, I would, I would love to see you know the Bruins beat Washington Capitals. It would be beautiful, and I'm really hoping for it, but. I'm pessimistic about this one. After what I saw last night, I mean, again, the issue is Washington is huge. Bruins have, ironically enough, because, you know, the big bad Bruins, especially back in 2011, they were the big team and they would always do well against, um, you know, the other bigger teams. But uh, his, so far the past few years have historically not been great with big teams. Um, they have trouble getting to the front of the net for those rebounds. And I think Washington recognizes it. They have so many huge dudes up front. They just know, hey, throw our weight around, you know, hope, you know, really like bang up their uh, wear down the D, wear down their top guys, uh, frustrate them, force them to the, you know, force them to the perimeter. Uh, and if you do that, then you shut the Bruins down. And I think they have the fit. I, I think they have the size. Um, I'm hoping that the Bruins show up, but if they don't win tomorrow night's game, um, watch out. This could be a six to uh, you know uh, six game series, Washington winning, and quite honestly, that's what I'm feeling. I think best case scenario, Bruins losing seven instead of six. So um, right now, I'm picking Washington. All right, and the other series. <clears throat> In the East is the Islanders at the Penguins. Uh, Tyler, who you got in that series? I think I said I think I did say Islanders in seven. I completely forget what predictions I made for every pick. But you know, Islanders like this series is going to be tough. As I said, these are two really evenly matched teams. Like you got a bunch of star players on the Islanders that they got that picked up from the trade deadline. You know what? While I didn't think that they kicked in during the regular season, it looks like now they are actually kicking in. Paul Mary had two goals that night. Absolute stud on that on the, in that night. They got John Gabriel Paggio, who's playing like an absolute stud there. But man, the you can't count the Penguins too. They played hard and gritty. Like this, that was, that was an incredible game. And you know this will be a tough series. And, you know, I think the Islanders can pull it off. They have they have the core. They have the, they have everyone on their team playing at their maximum capacity at their max at their max. So Islanders in seven. Yeah, I agree with you. I have the Islanders in seven on this one. I just think they're gonna uh, essentially outlast Pittsburgh, a younger team, maybe a little more durable. Uh, you know, Malkin's already out. It was a tough loss for them, the Penguins today. Um, and then I, I think Trotz is going to get a little something out of this team that they haven't had in the last few years. So, uh, I know that what's this is sec is this his second year with the team? 
trots? Uh, I think it's yeah, it's second year. Yeah, so I I, I think he. I said, yeah, third year. Right? Oh, third year. Yeah, yeah third, third year. Because Charles, yeah. Tra- Charles wasn't there when they won the cup, I don't think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. He went, yeah. he went wow. Yeah, I think yeah. he's building something something nice down there on the aisle, and uh, I think he's going to get them to over the at least the Pittsburgh hump in this series. Um, Jimmy, who you got? Did you say Malkin's out of the series? Is that what you just He said? was out of this game. Okay. Um, all right, so if, he, if he's back in the series, I'm, I'm picking Pittsburgh in seven. Much of what I like to say about teams that have made it deep in one to four, there's a championship pedigree. You know what it takes to win. If Malkin's back, I like Pittsburgh in seven. If not, then I lean Islander. But I'm assuming he's back. I'm assuming it's a COVID injury or something like that. Uh, um, I think I'm, it was a lower body. Hold on. Okay. I mean, if if he's out for the series, I'm picking the Islanders, but I'm I'm leaning Pittsburgh in seven. <laughs> I was thinking, I'll I'll pick in a second. G- give me Pittsburgh in seven, no matter what. Pitt and Pitt and seven, gotcha. Justin. Yeah, you know what? I, I I'm a, I'm honestly gonna go uh, with the New York Islanders in six uh, for the very much so the same reasons that I picked uh, uh, Washington over the Bruins. Um, you know, the Islanders play. You know, have Barry Trotz, like you said, Dave. Um, he shows up in the playoffs. He has his team show up in the playoffs. He plays such as he has his team playing such strong, uh, sound structural hockey. Um, not to mention the Islanders are a heavy team. They play a heavy style. Um, they uh, they're I think for the most part a, a younger team or at least their top their top two guys, um, top two sentiment I say are are younger. I know you got Sidney Crosby, so I'm not gonna knock him whatsoever because Sidney Crosby is still going to produce at Sidney Crosby. Uh, but with Malkin out, that's tough. Um, and I think today's overtime loss was such a demoralizing loss of the Penguins. Uh, let's see if they bounce back. But I think the Islanders are motivated right now. I think, you know, they're, you know, again, they just play that heavy style, which, which can really frustrate and um, stifle, you know, finesse teams like the, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, so honestly, and I think, uh, I think honestly, the Islanders have, have kind of, uh, had Pittsburgh's number. I, I'm not quite sure on that, but I think they've also kind of had Pittsburgh's number, but, um, I, I, I give it to them in six. I really do. All right. And, uh, let's move up north of the border. Uh, why don't Justin, you start us off with the Winnipeg Edmonton series. Oh, so that uh, so that should be an interesting series. Uh, Winnipeg was definitely surprising. Um, I was very surprised by their regular season performance this year. I quite honestly did not expect them to be where they are. Um, I have to give the um, probably I have probably have to go with uh, the Edmonton Oilers on this one. I mean, just for nothing else other than just McDavid and Drysaitel, those two guys are just two of the best players in hockey right now. Uh, McDavid shows up for the playoffs. I mean, he had. What 104 points this season? It was 56 uh, so far, and it's he's been an absolute stud. And I just think that Winnipeg was really good, but I just don't think that they're going to be able to pull off a series against Edmonton. Um, so I'm going to go with Edmonton in uh, six games with this one as well. Tyler, who do you got? Yeah, I've got Edmonton in six in this one. It will be tough for Edmonton because this is like one of the first times they've been in the playoffs. I think they've been there before. I'm not knowledgeable of that, but you know Edmonton. I think that team is hung. I think that team is hungry for a cup. 
I think McDavid, like, I think now that he's in the playoffs, I think, like, with his, like, the way he's played in the regular season, he's going to be carrying that into the playoffs now. I think he is ready for it. Is he ready for the, um, the NHL, the Stanley Cup Finals? It's possible he can make it, but I don't think he would win it. I don't think he would have the energy to do that just yet. I mean, we've seen, like, we've seen, like, Crosby, like, he his first playoffs, he lost in it in the finals against Detroit, so... Hey, we'll see. I, I definitely think they'll, they'll beat the Winnipeg Jets. Like, I, I don't think Winnipeg is, like, built for the playoffs, or for the finals at least. But, yeah, I think Jet, the Jets still need to improve on their, like, their core and their team. Get, like, one more really good player in there. Kind of like us with the Bruins. We, we, like, we needed one more good player, and we did get them. So, yeah, I got Oilers in six. Should be a good series, though. I think the Winnipeg will put, put up a good effort. Yeah, I'm not so sure I agree with Winnipeg putting up that much of an effort. I feel like they uh well they've played well this year. Uh I don't know if um Oh crap, what's his name who came from Columbus? Jean Luc Pierre. Yeah, Pierre Luc what did I call him? Uh Pierre Luc Dubois. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think you called him Jean Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm tired, guys. Leave me alone, will you? Uh, I don't think he's been playing that well up there. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Did I get that wrong again? Um, no, you're good, Dave. <laughs> thanks. No, <laughs> it's, about time, it's about time I'm good at something. We, yeah, we uh, got you. We got you. And the way that Edmonton's been playing, especially Dreisaitl and McDavid, I I just don't see that being much I, – I, I'm being nice by giving Edmonton the gentleman sweep and not the regular sweep in that one. Jimmy, who you got? Guys, well, first, Tyler, Edmonton made to the playoffs last year and got upset by Vancouver. I said it last year, guys. It's called the curse of Gretzky. <laughs> this is what I said last year. Edmonton, Edmonton has no shot in this series. They're playing. They're playing against ghosts. The same way when the Red Sox used to go to Yankee Stadium, it was, it was games they could not win. They they were playing with Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Dimaggio. You can't you can't beat Gretzky when Gretzky's playing for the Jet, playing for the Jets. I'm gonna take the Jets in seven because I mean honestly, Edmonton's a better team. But they played in the softest division, and the fake hundred points by McDavid is a freaking laughing stock of the league. That they're gonna say that you know when you're playing against uh, Ottawa and. Montreal, like, these these teams aren't good, and you're putting up points. Congratulations! Play against some real teams like True. Colorado and Vegas and and St. Louis. Then tell me you're gonna score. He's on points. He's on pace for 160 points. Fake 100 points. Get the hell out of here. Jets in seven. Oh, that's great. And you know what? We're gonna <laughs> stay in the North Division, and I'm gonna stay on Jimmy's uh, fake take. On this one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say Montreal beats Toronto in seven games because until Toronto can get out of the first round of the playoffs or, or win a game seven, I, I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna bet against them every single time. I, I know Montreal is probably uh, hoping that Carey Price can be Carey Price. I know he hasn't been that great over the last couple of years, um, but I mean Toronto. They, yeah, they have a nice offense up there, but they still have no defense, and you need defense in the postseason. Um, Tyler, who do you got up in the Montreal versus Toronto? I have Montreal in seven, and I will say this. I think Toronto will fucking blow it. 
I think they will have a huge lead. Like not like three to nothing, not like, like a sw- possible sweep. They'll be up like three to one in the playoffs, and they blow it. There's Montreal. I've seen the lineup, like what they're using. They have an absolute stud of a player named Cole Caulfield. I don't think any of you have seen him, but they are scratching awesome. him. Yeah, he's like, he's he's being scratched. Why are you doing that? I think in the first game, Toronto will absolutely blow out Montreal. And then Carey Price will be the stud that he is, wakes the fuck up, and then just absolutely destroys Toronto with a shutout or some shit. And then, like, Montreal gets smart, brings up the players they need, like Cole Caulfield. He plays with Nick Suzuki, another stud on that team, Jesper Kakanemi, and they do their thing. They put those prospects in, and they do, they do their job. So I got Montreal in seven because Toronto... Listen, they can't. They can't. They can't win the playoffs. They are never. They are not winning a Stanley Cup in like another twenty years. <laughs> it's the truth. They are not winning a cup anytime. <laughs> Jimmy. Nope. Oh, ole, 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 ole. Mm. Ole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got you this year. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Give, give, give me the habitants in seven. There you go. Oh man, I mean, I don't know, guys. I, I, I really so it, it, this is a tough decision for me because I want to see Toronto lose big time, but at the same time, I'm also concerned that, like, you know, they got some veteran leadership with uh, Joe Thornton, um, and I feel like they're that, or at least they should be, far more motivated. Because, I mean, dude, you've been a first-round exit for how long? And, like, you have all this talent up front. Um, but I, it, it's going to be tough. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking the Montreal Canadiens in seven, but it very well may be um, it very well may be Toronto. They may come out. Now, do I think Toronto's going to get any further than that? No way. Because, as you said, Dave, um, and I believe this thoroughly, you need a number one defensive guy. Uh, you need that strong decor, and that's what helps you win cups. And Toronto, for whatever reason, does not have it. Although, I will, I do have to say, if you're Toronto and you get bounced in the first round again, I mean, you're in a lot of trouble. You have some big guys on a contract. I mean, it, they, they could. I, I, I'm not saying blow it up, but they, they may, they may have to consider that. So we'll see, but um, I'm hoping for the Canadians. I, I can't believe those words coming out of my mouth. I'm hoping for the Canadians in seven, but it, it could go either way, I think. Can I just say this? Morgan Riley is an overrated defenseman. Mike Riley way on the Boston Bruins probably. is much better. Massage. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, Mike Riley's better, man. I have to say it. All right, let's move down to the Central Division, uh, where as right now we have – uh, Florida playing Tampa Bay. Um, and that game is in progress. It was, Florida was up two to one after the first period. It's two two. It's two two. Kucherov scored about ten minutes ago. Kucherov scored. Okay, so yeah, Kucherov scored. We got a two. We got a two two game for the Battle of the Penis of America. Um, <laughs> Justin, why don't you start us off down there? <laughs> Yo, I, I honestly like like this is a really entertaining series. Um, I think it's going to be a really entertaining series. 
Um, I, I and again, kind of going along with you, Jimmy. Um, I think a lot of people have overlooked the Florida Panthers, especially when you have a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning down there. Uh, but I, you know, they were looking. I, I saw the stats uh, for these two teams in the regular season. It's three to and, two, Tampa. And they were they, they were pretty pretty even. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Tampa, <laughs> and yeah. So I I don't know. I I think Tampa and, and at at the end they have the better goaltender. I think they have the best goaltender in the league, quite honestly. They have the best defenseman in the league. They have a top ten um, sentiment in Bra- uh, Braden Point. Kucherov is back, and he's you know a top top scorer in the league, right? Uh, for a winger, I think they have amazing depth, and I I, I just can't see the Florida Panthers winning. But I think it's going to be an entertaining series. And all I have to say is, is if the Bruins hope to make it to the cup, they got to get through Washington. And I feel like they have to hope that Florida Panthers beat Tampa Bay. That's all I have to say. But I think Tampa Bay lightning in six. B O B Bob <laughs> between the hooks. Let's go boys. Florida nah, Panthers in seven. Worst contract in the league. No, no, no. Charlie Coyle is the worst contract in the league. <laughs> no, I think it's still David. No, Mike. actually, no. Actually, no, it might, it yeah, might be Andre Kasha, honestly. At least, at least those guys. Like, Andre Kasha doesn't even play. At least those guys at least play games. Kasha doesn't even play. Yeah, it might be him. He doesn't Skinner's even play bad. at all. Skinner's, Skinner's, Skinner's bad now. Skinner's really bad. Skin uh, is so bad. What? That's off. Like Buffalo. Wow. Ugh. Tyler, who you got in the uh, flaccid Florida series? That, that college team. Uh, I've got Lightning in seven. Listen, they got they got the fucking stud <laughs> Pat Maroon with two cups in a row over there. He's gonna he's gonna be bringing that team back over there. <laughs> Patrick uh, Maroon. Flaccid <laughs> uh, <laughs> Florida. Can I get that on a T-shirt? Can I get that on a T-shirt, please? <laughs> <laughs> the flaccid Florida flaccid. series. <laughs> Yeah, Lightning and seven. That that team, that, that, that team has so much stuff. And, and apparently Nikita Kucherov is being an abs- is playing like out of his mind on his return. So well, they made him sit out the whole regular season just to keep uh, the cap right. Wasn't he injured? He was injured. Yeah, he was injured. But that's so messed. He probably he yeah, well, probably could have come back. Do you remember the deadline when? Who who is who is the defensive guy from Columbus? Uh, David, uh, David Savard. Savard. Yeah, remember we were on we were doing the deadline, and I was reading it, and Twitter was going nuts. They were gonna get this guy, and they were gonna keep Kucherov until the playoffs, just out. And Twitter was losing their minds. I'm so happy that Kucherov scored twice today. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lightning and seven. It'll be a tough series. Florida is like a really good team. No, won't be. Uh, All right, Tyler, why don't you start us off with the Nashville Carolina series? Uh, I've got Carolina in five. Listen, Nashville's not built for the playoffs. I don't think they are. I don't think they, I don't think this team was really. I thought this team was kind of lucky to get in the playoffs. Uh, I, I got to see the standings, but this Nashville team not really built. Like they, they're they're almost there. As I've said before, they need an elite prospect in the, in the NHL draft to really be considered the playoff team. Nashville's been like almost there since they came into the league, though. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they need one more they, they, really they, good player. They, they've had a Forsberg on the team almost since the beginning. They had Peter Forsberg, now they have Philip Forsberg. 
I mean, they've had four starts pretty much since the beginning. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's yeah, up? sorry, Carolina. Like this, this team has surprised me. I think their prospects on that team have really stepped up. Like with the Sveshnikov, Aho's been absolutely crazy. Oh my god, Trocheck! What a pickup that was. Wish we had someone like him on the team. My fucking uh, boy, Dougie Hamilton, with 42 points. Going crazy this year. <laughs> Why did we lose him? <laughs> but yeah, Carolina uh, this year. Jimmy got blocked. Jimmy got blocked by yeah. Dougie Hamilton. So. Yeah, because he doesn't stick his nose in any yep. situation. He's a soft player. Such a soft player. Absolutely. And honestly, he, he is soft. Like and, and honestly, like that embodies the Carolina team. I definitely agree. I think Carolina's going to uh, go over Nashville because, you know, Nashville, I don't know what it is with that team, but they're kind of like losing their, their grip. I think they're – I think in the offseason they may be in blow-up mode, quite honestly. Um, mm, but yeah. I just don't think they have it in them now to win this first series. Uh, I think Carolina has a lot more talent. With that being said, I think Carolina's a very soft team. And I think that's why they they won't get to the cup because you need to have balls, you need to have strength, you need to have toughness. And I just think for the most part that's severely lacking on the Carolina Hurricanes. You may have one or two guys, but outside of that, uh, you have all this talent on defense, but they play soft from the net minder out. And so I just you know can't see them going all the way, but they definitely are going to take Nashville for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have Carolina in seven. I think I call, uh, mm. called for Carolina to start the year as one of the teams that was gonna make it. Um, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go all the way because I think that no, if they not. run into if they run into Tampa Bay in the next round, I think then you know Tampa Bay will give them a proper waxing. Jimmy, did we get your protection on the series? No, you did not. And when Tampa, or when Carolina went to the conference finals against us for two years, what was their problem? They had no goalie. And they have a soft number one defenseman in Dougie Hamilton. Well, not number one, but soft defenseman across the board. What have they done to fix that? Absolutely nothing. Give me Smashville in seven. I mean, this is insane. I mean, that, you know, they've, they've had the same problem with no goalie. It's James Reimer and Peter Morazic. I mean, come Ugh, on. That, that's I mean, bad. Down, that's right? bad. It's like, it's like they're trying to take a page out of Toronto's playbook. I I I'd rather have Craig Bill Bills me whatever what you, whatever you call than Peter Morazic and James Reimer. <laughs> I, I, I you can't I can't bet on Dougie Hamilton. James, you, you have Dougie Hamilton and James Reimer on the same team. I'm gonna bet on you guys. Hell no, give me hell you know. Give me smash. <laughs> <the phone. laughs> I mean, like that's true. I, I mean, really, I mean, really, yeah. I don't care how good. I don't I don't care how good Aho is. I mean, they got. I mean, really, no. James Reimer and Dougie Hamilton. There'll be puddles by Game Four. Oh God! Go ahead, James Ronald, block me too. <laughs> I, I'm surprised the whole team hasn't blocked Dougie you. Hamilton avoids blocking shots, and he avoids <laughs> taking hits. Dougie Hamilton blocks like, more people on Twitter than he does shots on the ice. <laughs> uh, that's so true. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, and just, Justin, I heard you say Carolina, but I missed how in how many? I think oh, it's true. You want to Dave? I think. I yeah, think it's seven. Yeah, Seven. Probably no, seven. I, I, I probably Nashville and seven, yeah, yeah, I miss it, yeah, Nashville and seven. All right, and then the uh, finals two series out west, 
Uh, started today in a overtime one nothing win for Minnesota over Vegas. Um, Tyler, who you got in that series? You know, I said Vegas. I think I said Vegas in six before. But honestly, I got Minnesota in seven now. I, I kind of got to believe those Instagram articles. <laughs> like, this team is, looks a lot more tough than they are. Like, I never thought, as I said before, I never thought Minnesota would actually be a fucking playoff team in a million years. But, man, they they have inc- they have made that team good. Like, they can uh, – you can honestly consider them to be in the finals. I wouldn't be surprised. Kirill Kaprizov, dude, another 2015 pick we could have gotten, but, you know. Um, yeah, he's had an absolute amazing year. He has more points than Patrice Bergeron himself. Like, absolute incredible first year. Definitely the color memorial winner and definitely someone to look out for. And then you also got hungry players like Matt Zuccarello over there, Eric Sinek, Felino, Spurgeon. I-, I think this team is more hungry than Vegas. It's going to be a hell of a series. But, man, like, I think, and I think the goaltender in the last night, they, he pulled out. He pulled. He did, he, did, he did great. He pulled his weight. Minnesota in seven. Did it- was it Felina? Is Felino still there? I thought didn't he get traded? That's not the, not the not the Felino no. you're thinking about. Oh, okay, good. All right then. Uh, that Nick Felino's in Toronto. Okay. All right. Sorry, I didn't realize there was multiple oh, Felinos. Right. Yeah. Ooh, what do they think they are? The Sutter family? Come on, <laughs> Justin. Who you got? We need a we need a Felino right. in that class of Florida series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more thing. They have Marcus Johansson there. He's amazing in the playoffs. Only with Charlie Coyle, though. True. That's very fast. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't, I, sorry. As, as far as uh, I'm watching the uh, Lightning game, and honestly, really entertaining. Tampa Bay's on a power play right now. Um, but very entertaining. It's like, oh, this is going to be a good series. Um, but going back to the Vegas-Minnesota, um, I, I, I have to still give it to Vegas. I mean, maybe Vegas in seven now after seeing how this first game went. Um, but I mean, Vegas is so loaded. I mean, they have so, so much talent and they got their number one guy with Petrangelo and he's won the Stanley cup. Uh, he knows what it takes to win. I mean, and Mark Stone, like, Oh my God, talk about one of my favorite wingers in the entire game. Um, so I, I gotta give it to them. Uh, maybe they, maybe they're getting a little frustrated by what Minnesota is doing. But with that being said though, I have to say if you're a Minnesota fan, you should be very optimistic about your future because um, I think they've been a fun team to watch. I think they're building something great there. Um, I think they have nice young and up-and-coming talent. Um, Kaprizov has been like a, such a surprise and uh, so good for them. So I think he's been absolute factor. Um, Dumba's been been uh, terrific. So I think if you're um, a Minnesota fan, you have a lot to look forward to. I really do think they're building something good, but I got to give it to Vegas here. Their talent and their size and their skill is just too awesome. Yeah, I got I got Vegas in six myself. Um, just too too big of a team, too much talent. That that defense, and I know that uh, Martinez. I don't know if he played today, but I know he's been hurt. Uh, you got Theodore, you got uh, Petrangelo. I think that Minnesota. I think you're absolutely right there, Justin. You sh- if you're a Minnesota fan, you you can be happy with what you saw this season, um, and be excited about y- the next few years to come for sure. Jimmy, who you got? Oh, 
to me. I'm going Vegas. There's just too much skill. Even uh, e- e- yeah, yep. we yep. got gotcha. you. Anyone? No? Yes? Bueller. No? Bueller. Okay, perfect. Bueller. I don't know why I keep... I don't know... Bueller? Yeah, Bueller. 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 <laughs> yeah. You, you, went, you, you, went over, you went over the back end. <laughs> you went over the back end of Vegas. How about the front... How about the front... I said Stone, Pacioretty, uh, William Carl. There's just so much skill. It's, it's Vegas. I'm taking Vegas in sex. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, 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 we, I always say that it's the defense that's going to win it for you, so that's why I went there. But you're right. They have a... Unbelievable top six over there. So, and then their bottom six isn't too shabby either. Uh, final series we got here is St. Louis at Colorado. That starts what tomorrow night, I think, or is that later tonight? Anyway, yeah. um, I think I think it's going to be Colorado in six. I think St. Louis just doesn't have the firepower. Their defense is not that great this year. I, the, I know they got Paranko, but he's more of an offensive defenseman. Uh, Krug has been hurt a few times this year, I believe. And I know that he always brings his game in the playoffs, but uh, I don't see the, tal- the talent of uh, Colorado being subdued by the St. Louis Blues this year. Um, Tyler? Yeah, I fit Colorado in five, actually. Um, you know, we want to talk about bad contracts. Jordan Bennington, I think he gets paid like six million a year now, and he's been horrible this year. He's like, got the same I, amount of cups as Tuka Rask. True, <laughs> and he wasn't a backup goalie too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, St. Louis. Yeah, I, I read in the news their best player, like who had the most points in the year, David Perron, got put in the COVID list. So. And that's pretty bad for them. They lost probably their best player in the playoffs right now. I, mean, it's like, I think they still have Tarasenko, O'Reilly over there. And, you know, O'Reilly, he's obviously better in the playoffs than Bergeron. Um, but I still got Colorado in five because this team is hungry. Like, they are fast. They have a Nathan McKinnon there who, you know, I think he'll go really – I think he'll pop off in the playoffs. They got also got Miko Ranton over there. This team yeah, – and also got Kale McCarr. Hell of, a, hell of a defenseman, Nazem Kadri. This team has a debt like Tampa Bay. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this team makes the playoffs and they win over there and win that Campbell Cup. So, yeah, Colorado in five, I said. Excellent. I think Colorado was too much for St. Louis. Justin, who you got? Yeah, no, I, to- I-, I totally agree with that. I think – St. Louis is kind of, you know, far removed from, you know, when they won the Stanley Cup. Um, I think offensively, they've never been like, um, you know, they never had crazy numbers because um, outside Tarasenko, I don't think they really have, you know, necessarily like pure goal scoring talent necessarily in a forward group. I think what really was their strength was their defense because they have um, absolute moose on the back back end. They have Petrangelo. Pareko, who's a giant, like, honestly, like, you know, he's huge. Um, but now uh, you got Tory Krug, who, again, he's just a points defenseman. He's too small for a they top four. From, uh, they went from a moose to a mouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. And they, you know, they lost Edmund, uh, Edmondson and uh, Bomeister, also big guys. 
Uh, Petrangelo, they, that was their number one defenseman. They lost their number one defenseman. Um, and again, I just don't think they have enough up front. They made the playoffs, but they were minus six uh, or minus nine goal differential for the year. Um, Bennington, I agree. I think he's an average goaltender at best. And that year they won the cup, much like uh, Tim Thomas with uh, the Bruins. Uh, I think just, just goes to show that Bennington's not that great. And he just caught lightning in a bottle, which makes losing that series even worse because you had a better goaltender, but he craps his pants anytime he's put in a tough spot. Um, and so, yeah, and I just – honestly, Nathan McKinnon's one of my most favorite centers in the entire league. And it just the Colorado Avalanche are just building something awesome. And they were playing awesome this year. They won the division as So I get to give pre- it to um, – They won the President's Trophy too. Yeah, and they won the President's Trophy. I so we know they the won the Cup then. Oh, but I, yeah. I, I don't think they the Cup, but I, I think they're going to absolutely smoke the St. Louis Blues five games. And Jimmy. Yeah, I'm with all you guys. It's it's Colorado in five games. I have to pick Colorado because they're the only pick that I have from going to the Cup at the beginning of the season. The other one was the Flyers, and that didn't pan out very well. <laughs> yeah. So give me, give me Colorado in five. Um, I and so I do want to put one asterisk next to what Tyler just said, though. You said that Ryan O'Reilly is a better player in the playoffs than Patrice Bergeron. I think that Ryan O'Reilly is just a better player than Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, especially now. I agree. Bergeron's older, and I agree. O'Reilly's still well. Kind not of to a mention, if you guys remember when uh, going back Plus to he uh, when he was in Buffalo, every time the Bruins yeah. played Buffalo. Ryan O'Reilly would be matched up with Bergeron, and that would always be a tough matchup for Bergeron. So I, I agree with that, Jimmy. I think Ryan O'Reilly is a better defensive forward than uh, – well, maybe not defensive he's forward, but he's, he's better than Bergeron, yeah. I'm going on a limb, so he's, he's the best defensive forward. forward in the league right now. Definitely. I wouldn't say that. I would still say that's Bergeron. Even Barkov are pretty good. Yeah. I would still say Bergeron is better defensive. Bar- Barkov is good. Yeah. All right, and there you have it. There are our uh, professionally unprofessional picks <laughs> for the year. <laughs> uh, all right, final thoughts. Bruins need to come out tomorrow tomorrow night and uh, put the puck on net. Take the take the shot. Take as many shots as you possibly can, but actually get them on net. Um, don't be too friendly with your other teammates. Let those ones come, and uh, you, they need that. I think in order to win this series, they need to come back to Boston tied at one apiece. Tyler, final thoughts? Yeah, this team has just got to step up. They just got to step up to this Washington team. They can do it. They've done it in the regular season. Why not do it in the playoffs? It's still going to be a tough series, but we expected to, they, we expected to see a tough series. So, yeah, let's see what happens. I, I, I have hope that this team can turn around and actually win a game. All right, and uh, after a, a full show in La La Land, Mr. Reality, why don't you give us a dose on the way out of the door? <laughs> Absolutely, Dave. Um, I think uh, the Bruins, they have an uphill battle for sure. I think if they really hope to win this series, I think what they have to go into it is the mindset of you're not going to outmuscle Washington. They're bigger, they're heavier than you. Um, so don't try to outmuscle them. Be physical with them, sure. But don't try to outmuscle them and just use as much speed and skill as you can 
to, you know, expose guys like Chara, um, expose guys like Dylan who are a little slower guys who aren't as fast, um, expose those guys and get to the front of the net and expose their goaltending. Because right now, Washington's not, not that great in net. You have to expose that if you hope to win this series. So let's, let's see if they turn things around in game uh, game two. Couldn't agree more. Jimmy, closing thoughts. Yeah, Bruins are gonna come out flying tomorrow. They they need they didn't show up at all for game one. They're gonna show up for game two. Uh, Bruins win seven three tomorrow. Wow, that's a, that's a bold prediction. I that like it. Tough, dude. That's tough. I you. <laughs> and he mutes himself immediately. I love it. <laughs> all right, guys. No, because well, no, because I'm sitting right underneath this clock and it. it uh, it, it goes off real loud. I don't want to go right in the middle of the podcast. It's right about to ring. So no, that's fine. You obviously haven't been listening. In the last couple of weeks, we had uh, Tyler's parents joining in. <laughs> Justin's father <laughs> yeah. walked right in. Started yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Phones and rehab. Uh, it's not a party if it's not broken up by the cops, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Justin. Justin, you gonna get, you gonna get your Alexa going here? <laughs> Am I gonna get what? Your Alexa going? Oh, oh, dude! Honestly, I was thinking about oh. that as I was sitting here. I was like, oh my gosh! As soon as you, uh, as soon as I'm done with this, I'm gonna get my Alexa going, dude. That was great. I also bought a whoopee cushion the other day because I'm four years old. Nice. Nothing wrong with <laughs> so, that. So, uh, Tyler, you, Tyler, you may have seen it because uh, you follow me on Snapchat now. Um, so, Dave, I was I was sitting after the broom game because I was all pissed off. I just said, Alexa, play a fart noise, and she would go like five minutes just farting. It was so great. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Jimmy, what was, was it? So what did you great. say? Alexa, said, do Alexa, what? Alexa, play a fart noise. And then she goes, Alexa, play a fart noise, a fart, or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. That's oh, man. hilarious, dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she'll go, and, she, and, she, and, 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 and then, then she'll be like, that was a wet one. Choose a different one or say random. I'm like, random. And she was going, just going. And it was so great. Oh, God. Uh, well, I'm like a four-year-old. I'm like a four-year-old boy at heart. Yeah, Justin, Dude, you're, you're apparently not the only four-year-old on this podcast. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks for joining us. I'm David Rodriguez. Joining me, Justin Ventola, Tyler Scales, Jimmy Shea. Thank you guys very much. I will talk to you sooner rather than later, I hope. See you, guys. Well, it's good to meet you, Dave. Take it easy, boys. Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! <laughs>